The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, Triple Eight. 933.93. Time for the Friday edition of Pat Gray Unleashed, where you can call about anything. It's Free Speech Friday. Share something that you uh, had on your mind for the, the course of the week and couldn't get through. Like curling? Whatever it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't imagine it be curling, but it can be. Men gold it, medal it can match. be. Uh, and, and, and the gold medal match is tonight. Tonight, 1235 am so if you're excited Central. about if you're excited about the first uh, first time ever right that the, the yeah. an american team has been in the gold medal match mm-hmm. uh check it out tonight it's actually one in the morning i think our time right 12 30 central so 1 30 12 30 central 1 30 right. eastern yeah. okay i'm staying up i don't know somewhere in there mm-hmm. uh so yeah it could be about that but uh whatever's on your mind uh 800 9 uh, 900 8, 8, 8, 8, 900 i knew that sounded wrong <laughs> 93393. It can't go wrong with the triple eight. Uh, also, can we pass a law that ignoring signs that someone's about to commit a murderous spree, ignoring those signs is illegal? Can we could we pass a law like that? What? If, wait a minute. What if we passed a law that killing people itself is illegal? Why, why haven't we thought about that? Yeah. You can't take a gun and shoot somebody. We just make that illegal. It'll stop everything. Uh, of course, it doesn't. What if we finally passed a law that crossing the border without our permission is illegal? What if we did that? Oh, wait. <laughs> we do have all those laws, and still these things happen. I it, it, it's It's so hard to get that through to the other side. You, you can pass all the gun laws you want, and Chicago did, and so did Washington, D.C., and what happened? It got worse. They, they even confiscated guns in the U.K. What happened? It got worse. In the immediate aftermath of the gun ban, uh, gun death went up 300%. That doesn't seem like a workable, fantastic solution to me. The same thing happened in Australia. I don't think it was as dramatic as 300%, but but gun deaths went up. And it took, in both cases, like a decade for it to even out again. Yeah, so it's right back to the level before the, the ban. Well, how did that help? The answer is it didn't. It didn't help anything. Making things illegal doesn't stop it all of a sudden. Drugs, another good example. Why don't we... Uh, well, we make it illegal to do to shoot up heroin. Hey, what if we made overdoses, overdosing on drugs? Let's say you can't abuse prescription drugs. Let's make that illegal. I, then, then nobody will do it. I like this plan, man. These are great plans. Why haven't we thought of this before? Oh, wait. <laughs> All those things are illegal. And it has, it has stopped nothing. In Broward County, uh, the police now have admitted that even more warning flags were missed that could have prevented the shooting uh, by that psycho last week. The Miami Herald reports that a tipster called the Broward Sheriff's 
office and and warned them that he could could quote could be a school shooter in the making unquote jeez deputies neglected to write up the warning in a report hmm. two weeks prior to that tip being called in a relative of the guy also told police that they should seize his weapons incredibly a third report was missed when two years before the shooting a deputy investigated a warning about this guy saying he quote planned to shoot up the school unquote that tip was sent to the school's resource office and no action followed two school officers were placed on restrictive duty as as they the uh, missed warnings were investigated by internal affairs uh, internal affairs oh and not only were those warnings missed in addition to those already reported but Broward County Sheriff uh, Sheriff Israel said at a press conference that a school resource officer responded to the attack but didn't accost the shooter while he continued his massacre. He heard the first shot. He took up a position outside the school, and that's where he stayed. Unreal. It is unbelievable, man. You know, it, people are getting shot inside. What are you doing outside? Well, I'm out here protecting the parking lot if he comes out. I, was the guy just scared? I, I mean... That's understandable. But if you're a police officer, I'm sorry, you're in the wrong gig, man. If you can't go in there and stop this thing. Not only all this, but uh, last November, the, the previous foster family that took this kid in called police and said, hey, this guy has put his gun to the head of people and threatened to shoot them. He's unbalanced. Nothing. Nothing. I don't know that there's ever been a more preventable shooting than this one. I don't think I've ever heard of all of these warning signs ignored by the FBI, by locals, by the school. As the shooting occurs, there is an armed officer outside that could come in and stop it. That doesn't happen every step of the way so there is nothing nothing that would prevent this tragedy if you won't do something about it when you're when you're warned when you know the kid is psycho when you know he's broken laws i'm sorry you can't stick your gun to the head of another human being that too is against the law you can't do that they could have they probably could have confiscated the guy's weapons for that I mean, this is just, it's, when you sit and think of those 17 people that could be alive today, it really hurts. It's agonizing. Please don't blame the guns. Blame government incompetence. Uh Uh-huh. That's, that's what, that's what it is. And uh, I mean, there's human being incompetence of all types here. And people just wanting to do, you know, falling back on the normalcy uh, bias. I just want it to be okay. I just want to. Be, I don't want to think he's he could do that. No, I, I. That's not. No, he's really not that bad. No, everybody said he was. Everybody who knew this guy, nobody said. You know what? I never thought that he would do. Everybody in every case that I've heard, at least, has said, "Yeah, uh, that makes sense." I, I thought the guy might snap a long time ago. We played last week. I think it was last Friday. We played the interview of a girl in the high school who ran into him after he shot these people 
and he'd already put the guns down and he was trying to sneak out. And so this girl ran into him and said, wow, I heard shots. I'm, I'm surprised you weren't the one doing it. And he was like, huh? And they walked out together. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody knew. Everybody who had any knowledge of this guy knew. The FBI knew or should have. The local sheriff's counties knew. Some of his foster parents knew. His friends knew. The people in school knew. The school officials knew. Everybody knew. And you're going to blame the gun? This is lunacy. It is absolute lunacy. And then we had a discussion on The View yesterday that uh, I just became dumber by listening to it. (laughs) I I just felt (laughs) brain cells dying as I listened to Joy Behar. Uh, Listen to this brilliance. Well, I was going to talk about the teachers for a second because I was a teacher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Believe you don't want me to have a gun. Yeah. The truest thing Joy Behar has ever uttered in her entire entire miserable existence. Mm -hmm. Believe me, you don't want me to own a gun. You got that right. I don't want her to be a teacher either. I don't know. I don't want you to handle children. I don't want you to be around guns. I don't want you to be around any a television camera i don't want you near a microphone (laughs) you are so right that i don't want you having a gun uh my mother's my mother's a teacher my aunt is a teacher and i don't Mm -hmm. their job is not to be gun wielders they're supposed to be teaching our children it's the dumbest points you could possibly, first of all, they're not asking any teacher who doesn't want to, to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, not, they're also not assigning you a job. If something happens, you're ready and you've got the gun there. It's not like owning a gun is a job. It's not like, okay, well now I've got this other full-time job here as a gun owner. What, how do I work in all of my uh, preparation for my lessons? Well, you can't because now you own a gun and that's like a full-time gig. <laughs> what kind of... This is so stupid. Somebody said something... And uh, the crowd cheers. The, uh, yesterday, the CNN or wherever it was, both mm-hmm. of those things that I thought was very interesting. One of the teachers said, I don't want to be responsible to have to shoot someone. I mean, it's, it's bad to get shot. So, yeah, it's bad. And it's bad that you're ch- the children around you are being shot, but I, I don't want to shoot the guy. Are you serious? Is that a real thing that somebody actually uttered? Uh, You don't want to shoot somebody if they're killing children all around you. Are you serious? Then get out of the school. You don't belong there. If you can't protect the children against an onslaught like that, you have no business teaching them. But to shoot someone, I mean, I don't know if I could live with that. And actually, I think the teacher who said it, I... I You couldn't live with saving 17 lives? Or let's say they killed the first person. You you shoot them and and you've saved 16 lives. You couldn't live with that? I think you would wear that as a badge of honor. That's unbelievable. Somebody breaks into your house and they're going to kill your family. I can't shoot that person. Mm. I couldn't live with that. But you can live with them taking the lives of every one of your family members. Is that okay? I mean... Does anybody have a brain cell on that show? It is the most ridiculous discussion. 
um, I'm, I'm blanking out on her name, but there's a teacher there who is a gun owner who was at Parkland, yes. and she said, you know, I'm I'm now reconsidering AR-15s. We've seen one of our one of the biggest Republican donors I know, Al Hoffman. You might yeah. remember him. He raised mm. hundreds of millions for the Republican Party, and um, he said, I'm not giving any more money to anybody who does not support a assault weapons ban. Yeah. And oh, I think well, people need to right. take that stand. I think it's time that people. If a Republican billionaire said it, it must be right. right? Now they turn to the Republican billionaire's opinions. <laughs> now everything this Republican donor says is sacrosanct, and we're taking it right to the bank. Yes. Oh. Do, by the way, including New York, where we're in right now. But I will say this thing about the teachers, I need to emphasize again, President Trump is talking about people with military experience who are comfortable. But do you know that it's pretty bad when you have to turn to Meghan McCain to interject any kind of sanity <laughs> into the discussion? You know, that's a sad little roundtable discussion. Do you really think that's practical? Do you know how many schools there are in this country? I was military trained people in every school. I think schools need to be guarded much more. Or military experience? No, can we I don't talk have about a problem with you arming and having a gun. Can we talk about statistics for a second? Can we talk about facts? Yeah, because we can I think talk facts, about facts matter. Oh, good. Here we here we go. <laughs> We're going to talk about facts now because facts matter to this leftist. Everyone that okay. has done a study. You know what? I'm not sitting here spouting off hubris. I just gave you a ton of facts. Every, everyone, Thirty-nine. Stop. 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 Okay. Stop. Everybody, stop. just stop. Take a breath. Hammer time. Yeah. Everybody, just take a breath. I just want to talk. I understand. Okay, I've lost too many pencils. I can't. I can't get through that. I thought I could get through the whole discussion. I can't. I can't. Wow, is that bad stuff? I mean, not one piece of love. A little bit, maybe from Megan McCain. It pains me to say, but I think she actually helped a little bit there. Other than that, there's not one iota of common sense in any of that. There's not one fact in any of that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with. What's ever on your mind from uh, this week or, or previous? Um, what if I told you there's a new product as we discuss guns and gun ownership and you want to be proficient with your gun, right? You don't want to just own a gun and then pick it up and fire it and miss at whatever you're shooting at. Even if it's just hunting, you, you want to bring down the deer or the dove. You would shoot at doves. Those are the symbols of peace. Oh my! <laughs> but whatever you're shooting at, <laughs> you probably want to hit it. If it's a target at the range, if it's uh, a deer, whatever it is, you want to, and you want to be able to safely practice shooting your gun as well. How about doing it privately in the comfort and convenience of your own home? Somebody sent me. Was it you, Keith, that sent me the the story? No, it was. Um, I have, <laughs> I have a story. What's the story? Uh of someone who actually practiced inside their home without oh. <laughs> the eye target pro system. I know Doc had that this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was going through walls. And he got in, I'd say, a little bit of trouble over that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a better way. Because books don't stop bullets, apparently. Yeah, apparently who not. Who knew? I, <laughs> wow. That's a shocker to me. Maybe two books would have stopped that bullet. <laughs> so here, instead of live ammunition... The iTarget Pro system is fantastic. You utilize your cell phone, and then there's a proprietary app that uses a laser in place of the bullet. So the laser hits the target, and then it doesn't go through walls and hurt other people. 
a, a much better way to go. And it detects exactly where your shots are landing, so you see it and you hear it. It's so cool. Go to the letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com. Watch the video. It explains everything. You'll be amazed. It's, a, it, it's fun. It saves you money on ammo and range fees and hassle. And you just do it right there at home. Right now, save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and take your skills to the next level safely and effectively. The letter I, then targetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. In the Olympics, which have seemingly been largely ignored by Americans this year, uh, they wrap up this weekend. Uh, closing ceremonies will be Sunday night, so we got a couple more days. We're but up to fourth in medals, by the way. We're, we have exploded mm-hmm. in the last couple of days. It's been really nice. Some, like Virtually everybody who was supposed to do well has done well. Uh, the last few days, and even some surprises, which has been great. We had the first ever medal, I think it was a first medal of any kind, and it happened to be gold mm. in uh, women's cross-country skiing. Mm-hmm. That, that is not our thing. It's pretty good. You know? And so that was really cool. And that was one of the few athletes that have been super hyped. You know, they showed her family, and they've been doing that for a couple of weeks, showed they had some commercial with her in the in the town and everybody gathering around the TV to watch her. And then she actually came through and won the thing. It's pretty awesome. So many of the hyped athletes... Like Lindsey Vaughn, it's kind of sad because she's the greatest women's uh, skier of all time. Uh, and she won no medals. Nothing. Um, but Michaela Schifrin kind of came through. She's won gold and silver, and I think her Olympics are done. But we had another Russian problem. Yeah, so this just broke. I'm um, sorry, Olympic athlete from Russia? It's not a Russian problem, you. of course, because that's... <laughs> they're so, not from Russia. So well, they're a, Olympic athletes from Russia, but they're not Russians. What a misleading headline, Pat. Right? Good point, because the headline says, Russian bobsledder who wore anti-doping shirt just failed a doping test. <laughs> and I don't know if you can see uh, right here, it's got a picture of her. It says, I don't do doping That's, on her shirt. <laughs> is that awesome? And uh, she had one, uh, let's see, um, let's see, I think she won gold. That's, I think. Why? Uh, I know she meddled. Why do you need performance-enhancing drugs yeah. for bobsledding? Well. You push the thing for, what, five seconds? Right. You hop in and you steer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I think it helps your legs? I don't know. I, I don't know. Don't, I don't know. So, yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> It's been it's been the doping games for Russia, which by the way, Russia will play Germany in the rigged hockey uh, men's uh, oh, uh, deal. Do they? And uh, who's who's in the bronze? Is it Finland and it's going to be Canada and Czech Republic? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the same same ones as always. Yeah. So um, so it's been you know it's the doping games for Russia, and it's mm-hmm. been the um, underachieving games for Americans. Yeah, it has. But you know, um, last night was the mm-hmm. figure skating, and it's. 
I will say, I, I, I think it's the worst group of skaters we've ever fielded. Hmm. At least in my lifetime. The worst I've ever seen. It's the first time where I really felt like, yeah, the Russians are far superior. I'm sorry. Wait. The Olympic Thank athletes you. from Russia mm-hmm. are far superior to our girls. Uh, I mean, they it's just head and shoulders. And well, I, I don't know anything about You're talking about, about the girls. You're not talking about America's sweetheart on the guy's side. No, right? the guys uh, were worthless as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, America's sweetheart. Though, uh, well, um, he would have been American. He would have been my sweetheart if he would have taken gold. Okay, so, I'll, I'll I'll adopt the guy as my sweetheart. So, okay, wait. if that's what you want, Adam, good. Ninth place doesn't work. for Ninth you? Ninth place, you're not my sweetheart. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nope. Wait a minute. If the men's curling team, mm-hmm. if they win gold, oh, will those four guys be I your fall sweetheart? Head over heels in love with them. They're my sweethearts for life. You better believe it. Okay. Yep. All right. So that's tonight. Tonight, twelve thirty central. Yes, twelve thirty centralish. If you're, you know. Got insomnia hmm? or what whatever. Insomnia. Or glutton for punishment. You Wait, just want to stay up no, and watch No, you just curling. want to cheer on the <laughs> curling team. Yeah, and that is cool. <laughs> it is cool. But the last few days have actually been pretty good for us um, because we've gone, we went from 12 medals to 21 yesterday, and I think we're above that now. We're up to, we almost uh, doubled in one day. Shoot, I just had that window open on the medal count. <laughs> All right. And, and we're fourth, right? Yeah, fourth? 21. Okay, 21. 21. Yep, so it goes Norway, Germany, Canada, U.S. Norway, Germany, Canada, us. Yep, and um, gold uh, count, by the way, is Norway and Germany both have 13. Okay. Canada, 10. 10. U.S. 9. 8. 8. 8. Okay. 888 free, free speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind you want to talk about, we'll, we'll do. Uh, Phil in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how are you? Good. Hey, I just wanted to say one thing first before I say something else. Um, I just want to say God bless Dana Lash. Wasn't she awesome? Oh, my gosh. She's always awesome, though. Yeah, you oh, expect man, that from I just Dana. love her to death. She yeah. stood at her ground no matter what the crowd did. She was up there, and she did what she needed to do. And I'll tell you this. She was in a really precarious position because you can't, you can't attack those kids. You know, right. and, and keep your career. So right. she couldn't do that. She couldn't appear angry. She uh, and yet the five thousand people CNN put in that in that uh, arena were all there to attack her. All of them. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. she did a great job under the circumstances. That's crazy. That's it's incredible. Yeah, how good, it is. How well she did. I wanted to say that um, the day after the Florida shooting. Mm-hmm. We had an attempted school shooting, about two or three of them up here, especially one down in Moore. Really? And then, yes. And in every follow-up, the law enforcement investigated it and stopped it. Now, the one down in Moore, the kid was going to shoot up. I think he was a junior high. It may have been a high school, I think. He wow. was going to shoot up. He had made a comment. Law enforcement investigated it and stopped it. I think they even Fantastic. went to his house. And arrested him. I think he's in jail right now. Amazing. And he's facing charges. And thank heaven, I mean, more has been through more than their share of tragedy. Yes, exactly. What, two hurricanes that were, tornadoes. they just, well, we I had, mean, tornadoes, like two, not hurricanes. Yeah, we had like yeah, two tornado. three tornadoes go through. Yeah, yeah they just yeah. devastated so, that area. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. that's great. Yeah, God bless the law enforcement up here. They take every call seriously up here in Oklahoma. They do not pass anything up. If there's something going on and they know about it, they investigate every single one of them. And look what happened. And, Prevented yeah. a tragedy. So, yeah. yeah, there's something. And so I don't understand the Florida one. I mean, no, I, I don't either. it doesn't make any sense to me. 
Yeah. I mean, is this, is this what is this what the leftists really want, just so they can get publicity or something? I mean, I'm not quite understanding the whole deal on that thing. I don't know. It's just massive failure uh, at so many levels. Appreciate the call, Phil. And it could have been prevented, just like, like you were talking about in Oklahoma. You could you could stop. It could have stopped this. I mean, it's it's mind numbing that it wasn't stopped. They had so many warning signs, not just in the last few weeks or months. But for the last two years, they've had these warning signs and did nothing. 888-900-3393. So much more to talk about. Lots of your calls to take on uh, Free Speech Friday. we got the president, who actually did something pretty endearing at CPAC today. <laughs> and I, I mean, I've never heard him do anything like this before. Amazing. Share that with you, too. Coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Speech Friday on Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. This is a day we just want you to, you know, sort of sort of take the take the wheel and uh talk about whatever you want. Of course, the huge news obviously continues to be the shooting and the efforts in the aftermath of uh gun control. This one, this time, just feels a lot different. And they're not gonna stop. They're and the kids from Parkland have said that over and over and over again. We're not going to stop this time. You're not going to stop us. You're going to do what we're demanding or else. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, very few American citizens, in fact, none of us are in a position to demand anything. We can ask it of our leaders. We can tell them, look, either do this or we're going to vote you out of office. These kids can't even do that. They're too young. But you can't tell them they're too young. That's because they're sac- sacrosanct too. So, and it's not an attack on them. It is attack an attack on this ideology, this idiotic ideology that taking guns is going to solve anything. It's been proven over and over and over and over and over again. Not just in the United States and Chicago and D.C. wherever else they have draconian gun control laws, but in U.K. and Australia where they've actually confiscated guns didn't work. Didn't work. You would you would think, wouldn't you? In the UK and Australia, in both cases, uh, they were set into motion by tragedies like the one we just incurred. And you would think that if they ban guns, they don't sell anymore, and in fact they confiscate the ones you have. You would think if you're a gun control activist, you would firmly believe, well, there you go. That's the problem. It's going to go. I mean, any kind of gun violence just isn't going to happen now. And then when you see it spiked 300%, you might think, wow, well, that didn't work. 
But no, <laughs> because logic plays no part in this. Reality plays no part in this. It's, it, it's how they can get away with the global warming hoax as well. Everything means what they're saying. Everything is proof of what they're saying. Oh, wait a minute. If it warms, obviously, then, you know, you might think, okay, that's global warming. But also extreme cold means global warming. Hmm. Now, frequent and more intense hurricanes were going to mean global warming. But the lack of hurricanes also meant global warming? I, I'm not sure how that works, but wow, what a great position to be in where every situation backs up your point. <laughs> it's the same with the gun control nuts. That's like men and women in marriage. <laughs> uh, the women. I'm glad you said right. that. Huh? I'm glad you said that. I care. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara in Ohio, <laughs> welcome to The Blaze. <laughs> Hi, Pat. Hi. Um, we have a sheriff, Richard Jones, of Butler County, Ohio, which is the northwest corner. Yesterday, he announced that he would give free CCW classes to teachers. In eight hours, he had 300 people sign up. Mm, yeah, that was Just great. I wanted to I, let you know. I saw that guy. Teachers. Yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. Thanks, Barbara. So, Meanwhile... Here's Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel talking about the uh, school resource officer, Scott Peterson, uh, and what happened with him. Scott Peterson was absolutely on campus through through this entire event. He was armed. He was in uniform. Mm. After seeing video, witness statements, and Scott Peterson's very own statement, I decided this morning to suspend Scott Peterson without pay pending an internal investigation. As is his right, Scott Peterson chose to resign because he has the necessary time with the agency and meets the requirements of retirement. He resigned and slash retired. The investigation will continue. We're not going to disclose the video at this time, and we may never disclose the video, depending on the prosecution and the criminal case. But what I saw was a deputy arrive at the west side of Building 12 take up a position and he never went in wow wow that's That's hard to understand it's really tough to understand uh wayne in california you're on the blaze uh uh i've been waiting and waiting for somebody to uh excuse me i really get emotional uh why do the left and teachers not want armed guards at schools? The, the reason is they would have to tell the children that guns aren't bad, that guns are good, bad, that it does take a good guy with a gun to stop the bad guy. Yeah. And they'll never allow it, guys. No, you're probably right, Wayne. Uh, appreciate the call. You, uh, and it is it's an emotional issue for the whole country. And I... The problem with the left is I don't think they really want 
to solve any problems. They just want their agenda to go through. <clears throat> That's what they want. And so despite the fact that it makes perfect sense for teachers to be armed, those who are comfortable with it and are willing to, I mean, you're not going to force it on somebody. That would be counterproductive. But for those, and then you don't tell anybody which ones have it and which ones don't. And then you take down the signs that it's a gun-free zone, which are invitations for this kind of stuff. Because these shooters, there's one thing they don't want. It's to be challenged when they're doing whatever it is, whatever evil plan they're carrying out. So, yeah, I mean, that's a real solution. Arm some of the teachers. Have more security at the school. And it's such a great idea, I think, to utilize veterans, ex-military personnel who are already trained, some of whom, you know, might be retired and they want extra income. So this would be great on many levels. Not to the left. They, they are, they've got this tunnel vision of getting rid of gun, guns in our society. Brian, in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hi. You know, on that, uh, Dana Lash did a great job uh, with with Sheriff Israel. And everybody's kind of focused on what she said. But I think everybody really needs to go back and listen to what the sheriff said. He said, you are not the litmus test on how your laws are enforced by law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Kind of put that wall between, and this is how a lot of people feel about what's going on with our police and a lot of police police brutality that's going on across the country is that they have put themselves above the law and separated themselves from us. You know, he's a citizen too. He's a member of our community. Yes. But when you get on national TV and you say, listen, lady, you're not going to tell us how to do our job, which is what I heard. Mm -hmm. It really makes me angry. You know, and he's, his attitude was, where's the victim here? Well, he called all these news agencies, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, but where's the victim? There was no victim there. Yeah. We warned you. He was calling, trying to get some attention, and you went to his house all those times, and you didn't act. You know, mm-hmm. and as far as that police officer standing outside, the, I hope to God he's standing under a gun-free zone sign, hiding underneath one of those signs when they when they turn that video loose. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. He couldn't go in because it's a gun-free mm-hmm. zone. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I know. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, the uh, Sheriff Israel is... Uh, it's he's hard to even listen to. Yeah, he's so arrogant and uh, so anti-gun. What are you even doing as a sheriff then? Yeah, um, for what it's worth, because um, you know you wanted me to reach out to the Broward County Sheriff's Office, which I have, and I've put in a request for an interview with him. Mm-hmm. Um, in the process of looking up the contact information, I did see that he's you know it, it says um, uh, Sheriff Scott Israel, uh, Democrat. No, of course. Uh, so, I mean, just just for what it's worth, just yeah. wanted you to know. Yeah. And so far, have they been really anxious to take us up on our offer for an interview? I'm guessing they're all over that, right? Mm. Yeah, they were uh, not... <laughs> have they already said not, no? Not committal. Yeah. No, they, okay. No, they, <laughs> uh, is it Mikey in Kentucky? Welcome to The Blaze. Yeah, it is, Pat. Thanks for calling. I was... Uh, I'm Air Force. Um Back in the 70s, I was I worked security for nuclear missiles. And you made a statement that you couldn't see how any teacher couldn't carry a weapon and protect their students. But people have to have a mindset that they can pull the trigger. 
not everybody can pull a trigger. Uh, that's the decision I made when I went in. Yeah. That if I had to, I could pull it. At the church where I go, I was on the security team. Uh, we were armed. We're still armed. We have about 19 guys that are security. We have to make the decision that we can do it. But it's a life-changing experience. I'm sure it is. And that's, never, that's, why you, the same. that's why you only arm the teachers that are comfortable with it. And nobody's saying, well, this is going to be forced and on I, you. I'm, I'm in full support of that. I think any teacher, any administrator, mm-hmm. any janitor that feels like they can and they will take the training could do it. But don't I'm you feel like at an elementary school? Don't you feel and like if, if they would let me, I would carry. If you're a teacher, however, and you have a gun, and but I mean, none of us want to shoot another human being. But if your students are being shot, are you telling me you would feel badly about putting the guy down? Or no, it's, it's people I, that don't want to carry a gun because you said everybody, you couldn't understand why anybody couldn't do that. Well, it's only certain people that could. I could. You could. I don't think my wife could. If she's she defending your family, could she do it? If if you I, know, it's a home I invasion. Think she would be shot first before she could do it. Wow, wow. That you know, it, it seems strange, mm. but it's a sensitive spirit that just can't take another life. Well, yeah, yeah. Appreciate the call, thanks, Mike. And I think that's how normal people are. But that's an extraordinary circumstance when somebody's invading your home, and your children are there. Uh, that instinct kind of kicks in, it would seem. Never, fortunately, never been in that situation. Hope I never am. But you would think that changes things uh, as to whether or not you could take a life. Because if it's him or my family, I'm going him every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every single time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts. And again, doesn't have to be. Certainly can be on this uh, on this particular topic. But any topic you want to you want to get into, you know, if your filters are getting old, the ones in your HVAC system, uh, you're just blowing around all the allergy aggravating pollution right now and stuff that can make you sick, too. So that's why I love this client so much. First of all, they're an American company. You're supporting Americans. It's a really high quality product and it takes out all of the hassle and inconvenience from it. It's filterby.com. You just go there and you search by size or by MERV rating. They have uh, MERV options all the way up to hospital grade or by manufacturer, whatever. And they carry over 600 different filter sizes. And then if none of those fit your strange HVAC system for some reason, uh, they'll even custom make one for you. It's all shipped free within 24 hours. Tremendous deal. And if you set up auto delivery... So that the filters just keep coming when you need them, you'll save 5% on your purchase, too. So save money and save time and, and just make your life much more convenient and breathe better. Uh, filterby.com. It's filterbuy.com. Filterby.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Ray returns 
on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, wow. So much fallout from last week's school shooting. It's, it's hard to know what to focus on. It's a multi-pronged attack, and it is uh, being forwarded by CNN, MSNBC, the media in general, the leftists in office, and they're all exploiting these these kids from Parkland. The kids will deny that, and they have, but you know it's true. You just you know in your heart it's true. They didn't go from playing Call of Duty all day long and sexting their friends to become organizers of national rallies and have the ability to set up a 501c3 within a week. (laughs) Really? Is that what they did? (sighs) Okay. Yeah, because who's, you know, they've already gotten over $2 million in donations for this march. Uh, Where's that money going to and to whom? And who did uh, George Clooney write that check out to? Um, hmm. I don't know. Somehow the kids apparently managed to set up all kinds of things you wouldn't even think about necessarily. Uh, but they did because that's just how active they are and brilliant and knowledgeable. Yeah, we've often said, you know, kids these days, I mean, they're so smart. <laughs> they're so. How many times have I uttered that very right? phrase? I mean, they are on top if of If I stuff. had a nickel for every time, it's. You know, I be bankrupt but that's, still yeah that's mm-hmm. not the point no i'm sorry i didn't mean to <laughs> steal your thought <laughs> clint in minnesota you're on the blaze hi ah hello brother love pat <laughs> thanks to man. today sir you too um so well i had one thing i'll, I'll get back to what i was originally going to talk about but uh, i have a three-year-old and a five-year-old and we just had a nerf gun battle and i'm wondering how mm. how soon before they're going to Start putting a ban on Nerf guns. Oh, yeah, well, you're raising uh, a killer, you know, too, by the way. Well, yeah, you're sending them the wrong signal, Clint. <laughs> Plus, and you know. The thing too, we, we, we're the state of hockey, and so they'll even take hockey sticks. And, you start, and the kids will turn anything into guns. That's what they do. I know. I know. All, all that toxic masculinity that's just bred into them, it's just it's right. horrifying. Well, let me tell you this there, Pilgrim. We're not raising <laughs> any pansies here. <laughs> Thanks, Clint. Sorry. Appreciate it. Wow. That was a chilling. Right? I thought John Wayne had come back to life and was on the phone. Literally. <clears throat> Did you really? <laughs> uh, Julie in Texas, hi, you're on the blaze. Hi, you doing, Pat? Doing good. Hey, Keith. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good. I, I wish I could talk to those kids and that say, why aren't you going after the people that could have stopped this? That's a Why great aren't question. you marching in front of the FBI yeah. or in front of your sheriff's office? Yeah. I don't exactly. get that. I don't either. Save the and, guests and to And your go explanation, to Pat, seems to be the only one. It's that they were co-opted. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks, Julie. And that's because we believe, I certainly believe, that since the last shooting, the, the Democrats have had this plan. Okay, we're not letting another tragedy go to waste. Mm-hmm. We're not going to waste it. So as soon as something happens, we're going there. Especially if it happens at a high school, we'll go there and we will activate the kids at the school immediately. You kidding me? Of course that happened. And these high schools... These, these pumps are primed all over the country based on our education system. So it didn't matter where this occurred. 
they were going to be able to go in there right. and have a field ripe for the picking. No doubt about it. No doubt. And the media's in full participation. As the uh, the ROTC student from Parkland, he has been pretty vocal. Um, and he was talking to Tucker, Tucker Carlson last night. His name is Colton Hobb. And he decided not to attend the CNN town hall because they wanted him to read scripted questions. Here's what he said. So you sent them a long, in effect, essay on what you thought, but they they put yes, their sir. own words in the question, and they weren't the same as the words you had sent in. They were the producer's words. Absolutely, they had taken what I had wrote and what I had briefed on and talked about, and they actually wrote the question for me. And that's kind of why wow. I didn't go last night. Originally, I had thought that it was going to be um, more of my own question and my own say, and then it turned out to be more of just a script. And she had actually said that over the phone that I needed to stick to the script. I knew that as soon as that what had happened with me, that it was going to be more scripted and wasn't actually going to be um, actual actual questions. Then I didn't feel the need to fully watch it uh let me ask you this since cnn is denying that's the case who do you believe you believe cnn over this guy no way no way i believe colton hobb mm-hmm. there's because this happens and we know it happens this is what they do this is their agenda and they're trying to jam it down our throats right now chris in kansas welcome to the blaze Hey, Pat, how are you? Doing good. Hey, I was just going to let you know that if you want to call me Pumpkin, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Okay. uh, All right. I was raised where talk don't scratch, no hide, so I'll just go on like nothing happened. All right. Okay, Putin, thanks. Hey, I was wondering on this gun issue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I graduated in 1986. We all had guns in our vehicles at school because we hunted, ran trap lines. Oh, yeah. We had ARs. We had everything that you wanted. We We had the same firepower. And easier access. Why did none of us go take them and shoot people? Such a great question. I mean, I think it's lack of parenting. Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier to put Call of Duty or an iPhone in front of them for a babysitter. Yep. Or a doctor that the second somebody acts out, put them on Ridland. That's right. Yep. I think we're we're more broken now than we were back then, and that's definitely well, nobody wants to address that because and. It's, it's hard. Had any of us done that? Please lock us up and do not let our parents get to us. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Thanks, Chris. I, you know, when you think, I when I think back to those times, I grew up in Montana, on the mean streets of Helena, Montana. Mm. I clearly remember uh, friends with trucks. Almost always, there's a shotgun or a rifle on a rack, you know, that that's right behind them in the truck. Hmm. Uh. Almost always, and nobody ever blinked an eye then. And it was at school. It was parked right in the parking lot. They didn't necessarily bring it into the school, but you can't even have a gun anywhere near the school grounds now. And we never had that problem. We should look at uh, how many school shootings occurred in the 60s and 70s and early 80s. All right. Because... uh, Something else is going on. They absolutely had access to guns at the time. We've heard people tell us they brought guns in for show and tell. Can you imagine the panic there would be today? Oh, the humanity. It, It would be unbelievable. 
And I mean, you can be suspended from school for even, you know, accidentally leaving a knife on the floorboard of your car. Had that story too. There was a guy who moved, I don't know, helped his cousin move or something. And so they had a bunch of stuff that he jammed into the car and a butter knife. Yeah, that fell out. I remember this. In the movie, it's, it's on the floorboard of his truck. And a security guard happened to see it. They kicked the kid out of school. Zero tolerance. Oh, zero tolerance for weapons. What was he going to do? Butter the hallways? <laughs> it was a butter knife. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's free speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind, feel free to call us and uh, talk about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We're also available on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Valkyrie seventeen oh one says, "You are the first responder if you're a teacher." Uh, <laughs> actually, the way uh, Valkyrie put it was, "You are the first responder if you're a teacher." There, sugar bottom. <laughs> Uh, from Trav Watkins, <laughs> what about the people who think teachers can't be trusted with guns? If you think a teacher shouldn't have a gun because they might snap and kill a kid, why are you leaving your kids with them? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. From uh, Je- Jess Foster Jacks, uh, from a friend. Ever noticed if you support the Second Amendment rights, you murder children, but if you support abortion, you empower women? <laughs> so great. Good night. MJM, 19. 19- 1957 Texas says I wonder how many parents might file civil lawsuits against the officer who hid while their kids were killed mm. shouldn't be allowed one day of pension it's a coward well, yeah, yeah I, I mean it is hard to call anybody out when I'm not a police officer yet that's your job man get inside the building and fix it kill this guy I mean that, that, uh, that's kill him I I think there is a definite criticism allowed here. That'd be yeah, like I think so too. telling a, to- a talk show mm-hmm. uh, host the, the the theme music plays and you just sit here and yeah. you stare at a wall. Right. You're just right. like, yeah. Well, I took a position uh, over there across the room, yeah, so but, I, I couldn't get to the microphone. But the microphone's here, man. Yeah, but I took a position out there just in case the mic ever came to me. Do you want to? Do you want to talk? No. From- well, yeah. If he, if it, if the mic ever winds up over here, well, no, uh, then but- I'll then I'll talk. I can't move the you know? mic, man. It's over here. Yeah. Well, I took a position over there, so. It's strange. From Libertarian, every year tens of thousands of Americans are killed by automobiles. AAA has blood on its hands. Amen. The (laughs) car manufacturers in Detroit should be ashamed of themselves. Finally, somebody said it. Boycott AAA. Hashtag boycott AAA. It's not Motown. It's Mowdown town. All right. And you know what? And to make matters worse, it was like 10 years ago, this government bailed out these car manufacturers, huh? Mm, With your tax, blood money. Blood money. Blood money. It's exactly, they're all getting rich off AAA. Merchants of death.
Ford. The big three. Yep. Exactly right. Uh, all right. Let's see. Doug in Alaska. Welcome to the blaze. Hi, good morning, Pat. How are you? Doing good. Hey, my wife's a teacher. She uh, also carries a firearm, uh, you know, in her daily life when she's not teaching. She's very proficient with it. They don't let uh, her. She cares a lot about her. They don't she's let not her... allowed to bring it even yeah. on property. So yeah. even when she's commuting to school, she's not allowed to even have her firearm with her. So going to and from school, um, she is not protecting herself. But she would carry. She would bring it into the school. Nobody would know she would have it. But she follows the laws. She doesn't get to pick and choose them like some people. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, the discussion about willingness to pull a trigger is kind of a moot point when she doesn't even have the option right now. Yeah, right. To uh, protect herself, let alone her own students. Um, mm. She's good with it, and she would use it in a heartbeat. It's amazing. It's an amazing situation. Thanks, Doug. And, and as has... Uh, come up several times in the last few weeks. I'm I'm reminded again of the Luby's situation in uh, Colleen, Texas. What was that? 1993, maybe it was. It was early 90s, I think. And a guy drove his car into the Luby's and then started opening fire on people. I think he killed 22, 21 or 22 people. There was a woman in there, and you can watch her video. It's on YouTube. Been there for a long time. She testifies, I think, in front of the. Is it the Texas legislature or did she go to Washington and do it anyway? She talks, you know, very emotionally about how she lost her father there, I believe, watched him bleed to death. She is a proficient gun owner with a concealed carry permit. And it was in her, the glove compartment of her car because she couldn't take it into the restaurant. Hmm. Man, oh man. And so that's very similar to a teacher who would have a concealed weapons permit, take it with her wherever she goes, be proficient at using it, and then if anybody comes into the school, her gun's not there because she can't bring it in. We uh, the, the leftists don't want to solve this problem. They just want an end to the Second Amendment. Stephen Georgia, welcome to The Blaze. I have a... Uh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm married into an uh, educator family. My wife and my mother-in-law are both teachers. Mm-hmm. One thing that they brought up is, okay, say you're allowed to carry a firearm uh, as a teacher at school. What about liability insurance? Every single teacher in the state of Georgia has to purchase liability insurance through the uh, teacher's union. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know how unions are. They tend to be oh, yeah. left. Yep. Now... Now, what's stopping that union from saying, hey, you know what? Since you want to carry a firearm, we're not going to cover you because you are too much of a liability. Now, in order for you to continue teaching, you have to buy your insurance through us. Now we're not going to let you teach. Mm. Yeah. There, I, now, this, this is in a state of Georgia where no, you know, <laughs> Or the unions aren't required. You don't have to join a union, but you have to buy your insurance through the union. Jeez. I don't. I don't know about other states, but that's the way it is here. Yeah. But also, what what are we going to do regarding uh, proficiency? What are what is the standard going to be? Do you just need to get your CCW? Because in the state of Georgia, I just have to show up and show that I'm not, uh, you know, a bad person mm-hmm. in order to get my CCW. When I go across the state line in the South Carolina. Carolina, in order to get it there, I'd have to take an NRA class. 
So are you you are you seemingly would oppose uh, arming teachers at, at school? I I don't. I'm just uh, I mm. am fully for it. But there's just so much more to the situation yeah. than just saying okay, let teachers uh, carry guns at school because you have the like I said, the liability insurance. Um, what about uh, going to other schools? trip say it was a coach they're part of a, a a sports team you know a lot of times they may have to go out of state what's it say that they can't carry now going to another state or if they get in trouble for carrying to another state who's going to help that yeah well uh, and i the answers to all of these questions are moot because they're not going to do any of this they're not going to arm teachers uh it won't be allowed i'm sure it, you know, appreciate the call, Steve, by the way. Those those are legitimate concerns, but I'm thinking we could iron them out if, you know, you're willing to have a reasonable discussion about it. But the left isn't. They're just not. Now, security on hand at school. Making the kids go through a metal detector. Uh, locking every single door door during the school day and if somebody needs to come in after the doors are locked they have to buzz in and there is an armed guard there that sees you and watches you and then you can come in through the metal detector and make sure everything's okay there i mean there are things we can do and then i i just heard a person say that they went to a meeting because as soon as the shooting happened and i think this was in ohio the school board called a meeting with all the parents. Parents went to this meeting to talk about how they can make the school safe. First thing out of the superintendent's mouth was, I'm not making our schools into prisons. <clears throat> okay, well, uh, first of all, just taking these measures doesn't make it a prison. We take these measures at the airport. Is that a prison? No, it isn't. Take the measures at a bank, for instance. They've, there's a lot of security at a bank. Does it feel like a prison? So shut up about that. I, they just won't have a reasonable discussion. So makes all of this stuff a moot point. Uh, Jesse in Colorado, you're on the blaze. Hi, uh, huh? how are you doing today? I'm good. Calling about, uh, we got a Democratic sheriff in our county. I live in southwest Colorado, and he's been Democratic for as long as I've ever known. And our high school is not a gun-free zone. In fact, we have teachers carrying while they're there. Wow, really? Yeah. I didn't I didn't know there was any school district uh doing this, but that's So does that make you feel pretty good about it or Oh, absolutely. With yeah. what's going on in the country now? Yeah. This atrocious disrespect for each other and weapons, mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And it's interesting that this is happening in Colorado, the home of Columbine. Uh so maybe that's why they've taken those steps, huh? I'm not sure exactly why, but I just know that he's he's pro gun. He does not. Uh, he, he we've had people here that really aren't supposed to have weapons, as far as I understand. And they, as long as they're not making problems, they don't even bother them. Wow, appreciate the call. Thanks, Jeffy Jesse. I, so it can be done. It can obviously be done. And uh, apparently, their insurance liability insurance didn't go through the roof to make it cost prohibitive because they're still apparently doing it, according to Jesse. Um, Jim in Minnesota, welcome to the blaze. Good afternoon, Pat. Hi. Good to hear you. I like your program. Thank you. See, I just wanted to uh, mention one thing. I uh, 
had a, uh, I used to work at an adolescent uh, uh, treatment center. It was a lockup center because some of the kids were acting out pretty, pretty bad. And I also taught uh, and worked at the chemical dependency counseling field. And what we have there is called the continuum of care. You start out with the least intrusive type of response and work your way up as you need to. People are coming unglued thinking we got to have bazookas outside our school, you know. Yeah. No, let's let's harden the targets, let's lock them down. If that you know for those people that are worried about the guns, maybe see it in some schools they don't need guns. Mm-hmm. They don't need armed guards. You know, you got a school with 100 people, maybe you just need to lock the doors. Right. But we got we got to calm down and look at each school individually and let the local people decide what's best for their kids and their community. And get off this nonsense, this political nonsense, and take care of our kids. Thanks, Jim. I like that. Uh, it's kind of what the the father of one of the victims said at the uh, Donald Trump listen meeting. Uh, he's, we can worry about gun control later. Just make the school safe. Let's just figure out what steps can we take to safeguard the school to our to the best of our ability. And then, you know, later on, you guys can hash out the gun control. He didn't even care about that. So he clearly didn't have an agenda. He just wants schools made safer because his daughter was just shot nine times and killed. Just really. And if we would do it that way, we could actually come up with some some actual answers and some solutions to the problem. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Joined now by Brad Staggs for a fun discussion. I'm sure. On <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's number one. Uh-huh. This is brought to you by usewaxrx.com. Number one. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, uh, what do you call a monkey with a banana in each ear? I, I don't know anything you want because it can't hear you <laughs> you see and so many people have been tweeting it's like oh, you know it's lunchtime and you're talking about mm-hmm. earwax yes but mm-hmm. so today instead of saying that those two words i'm going to say cookie dough so mm-hmm. every time i say cookie, so okay. this shouldn't so you'll get uh, the idea no, i don't want to have mm-hmm. cookies. well i mean everything about that every morning you get up and you go you, you clear your you use that little cotton swab and you push all that cookie dough oh no you're ending. You think you're cleaning your ear, but you're pushing that cookie dough back into your ear. And with cookie dough in your ear canal, you can't hear that well. You can't right? hear a thing, especially yeah. when that so. cookie dough gets impacted in there and just gets uh-huh. squoze up. You yeah. ever baked cookie dough? Like getting it out of your ear and then just put it in the oven? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. But if, if 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 you're listening right now and you've ever done that, we would welcome a tweet of it. Ear cookies. <laughs> ear cookies. It sounds delicious. Exactly. So mm-hmm. if you right now are having a problem with, you know... Maybe itchiness or what you know the things that mm-hmm. cookie, cookie dough, dough causes mm-hmm. in your ear the inability to hear let's say mm-hmm. or that feeling of fullness of man my ears are full of impacted cookie dough mm. go to usewaxrx.com mm-hmm. if you use the promo code radio you will get free standard shipping and you'll be able to clean your ears out and get that cookie dough out yeah. in three easy steps usewaxrx.com promo code radio Pat Gray only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. 
Yes, I am. And thank you for being here as well. 888-900-3393. This, um, you know, we're not going to solve anything by screaming at each other. And I know we're all passionate about our points of view. And it involves a God-given right that we have in the Constitution. It is the right upon which all the rest of the rights rest. You take away that right, the the whole thing crumbles. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to admit it. But that's, that's the fact, and that's how the founders set it up. And that's what they believed. So we're pretty passionate about it. We're also passionate about our kids. We, we want to find real solutions to the problem, though. And many of these uh, gun control nuts admit, yeah, an assault weapons ban won't do anything, but we got to do something. We've got to do something. We've already had the assault weapons ban, and it did do nothing. So there's proof of it. <laughs> what we say is true. It doesn't work. So why do you keep proposing it? Let's find something else. Yes, we have to do something. What if we do the right thing? How would that be? For a change. What if we don't do a knee-jerk solution that everybody knows isn't going to do anything? It'll just make you feel better that you did something. Why don't we try to find the right thing? Hannity had a panel on. uh, For whatever reason, he put... Geraldo Rivera on it. Uh, and they're arguing amongst themselves at this, I guess, town hall meeting. Uh, listen to this agonizing story. Well, it gets agonizing towards the end. They are ready to take on a, a, a violent Katie, threat when it comes to their Wouldn't door. it be better that teachers teach? I'm not against teachers having guns in the classroom if they want and they're trained. What about retired police and retired military there for that job? That's yes, fine, Sean, but they can't yep. be everywhere. Let me tell you, this isn't coming from me. This is not my opinion. I talk to teachers. I know teachers who are in the classroom, who have yeah. been firearms owners for 30 mm-hmm. years, who are trained. Yeah, they Gunside should definitely Academy came out today saying they're going to offer free training to superintendents and presidents of school boards to make sure they know what they're doing. So Dana is eloquently laying this out and and trying to push forward. You know, maybe you arm the teachers. They're always there. And if they're willing and they're able... How does this not make sense? They're begging. They're begging to get out from under the bureaucracy. They're begging for it. The NRA has a school shield program that has reinforced and hardened schools, 150 schools so far across the country. And one of the things that you had asked, Geraldo, was about age restrictions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think Mm -hmm. Sutherland Springs murderer was 27 years old? Are you telling everyone here that you think that making this guy wait a couple of years is going to solve his psychosis? I am telling you that Saturday night I sat this close to the president of the United States who described to me the nature of the wounds of those children yes. in that mm-hmm. hospital he was so Here's deep another, wait a second he was so and so Geraldo is going immediately to to emotion he's not going to facts he's going to emotion because that's what these guys do oh i'm telling you i saw i, I had a description of what happened. we all know that bullets rip people apart we we know that we've got it okay now what if i show you pictures of abortions is that going to make any difference to you Deeply impressed and moved and troubled. He's doing so he has now adopted this juvenile assault weapons ban as part of his program. We need to do something. It won't solve the. We knew. Listen to this statement. He just see. He just said we need to do something. 
And then, and he's in the process right now of saying it won't solve the problem. Problem, but the NRA, <laughs> if it doesn't want to no, be on no, the, no, on no. the junk I'm heap of history, no, will adopt this, this modest reform. Right, one other, one other time. Spin is one of the reasons. That spin is one of the reasons why Dan and I are at NRA. Do you want to do nothing? You want to do? No- he's yelling at the audience. Now. Do you want to do nothing? Do you want to just do nothing? Geraldo, just no. leave it the way it is. Do you want a solution or do you want to scream? So. There's your choice, according to Geraldo Rivera. We have to do an assault weapons ban or it's nothing. Nobody's saying that. How do you make the discussion that stupid? Do you want to do nothing? Do you want children to continue to die? Is that what you want? Yeah, you caught us. That's what we want. That's what we're looking for. Don't. This is just asinine. It's buffoonery. We're saying the assault weapon, and you just admitted it, the assault weapons ban does nothing. Let's do something that works. God, I just, I can't. It's really hard to take this right now. It's really hard to stay calm and have a decent discussion uh, because they're so irrational, yeah. so emotion-driven that you can't get anything through their thick skulls. I'd kind of like to propose um, an older man um, selfie in towels. Ban? Yeah, ban those. That um, would do something. That would keep that icky stuff off of the interwebs. Geraldo. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. That's just all I can think of. Whenever he, whenever I hear his voice or see his face, I can just think of him standing there in a towel, yeah. barely covering anything. When he was talking about how hot he is at 70 or 71 <laughs> or whatever he was at the time. Oh. Um, the sad thing is, it's not just leftists like this. I mean, they've sucked in people like Pat Robertson. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a gun owner. I have hunted. I have shot skeet. I, oh, I've, I've, shot I've skeet. gotten awards when I was in the Marine Corps but, for shooting. I, sure. I, I, I've got no opposition whatsoever to shooting. But, but for heaven's sake, for I don't sakes. think that the general population <laughs> needs to have automatic weapons. It just doesn't have to have. We don't. Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't have Russian automatic built weapons. or Chinese built uh, machine guns. It just Good stuff right there, uh, since we already have a ban on automatic weapons like machine guns. There's already been a ban in effect since 1934. Amen. Uh, They modified that ever so slightly, and it's extremely difficult. The the average person cannot and does not own machine guns. But again, that's not the point. What people need to own, it is the right that we have to own. And right now, they've taken away that right, so what are you even talking about it for? I at least know what you're talking about if you're going to jump into the gun control debate. And I know he's 87 years old, but get some of the facts straight, at least before you start offending people like that. I, I, I don't get it. Supposedly, supposedly a guy who is conservative, who shares our principles and values, and then he's talking, we've, we've got to stop automatic weapons. <laughs> yeah, that's what we thought in 1934, so we did. Okay, so... Um, uh, but it shows it's not just Geraldo. To a certain extent, the president's being sucked into this now. Will he go along with an assault weapons ban? I don't know. He's kind of heading that direction. I'm not sure. It's kind of unpredictable at times. Paul in Arizona, you're on the blaze. 
Yeah, hello. How are you hey, doing? Good. Well, actually, I don't really care about the love, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm an overtired uh, law enforcement, and uh, uh-huh. I went to high school in the seventies, and uh, even in junior high, my uh, high school teacher or junior high teachers, I had shop teacher, math teacher, and several other teachers carried firearms in school. Mm-hmm. And also in high school, we all knew who the teachers were that had firearms. They were also the teacher you could depend on if you had, you know, some issue. You'd go talk to them, and they'd, you know, listen and help you out. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, we never had any problems back then. You always knew that you were protected. Oh, so they didn't gun down students indiscriminately with the guns they had? No, no. no. They, huh. they wow. might have thought about it a time or two. <laughs> I know they probably thought about it doing me in a few times, but, you know, that's <laughs> Thanks a lot, Paul. Appreciate it. I yeah, things have changed so much. Yeah, you can't even you can't even imagine a time when that actually was a fairly normal practice. That's how far we've gotten. I mean, people can't even believe <gasps> teachers were armed, and it it didn't end in mass slaughter. Wow. Crazy triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, chewing the fat mm. with Jeffy coming up. Wait, he's he, he's in, in here just today. Just moments. He's actually here. Really? I, I think he got his fill yesterday of okay. deep fried butter. Mm. Uh, and so he's actually going to bring something to the table today. I okay, think. Good. We'll see. Can't coming wait. up next. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. No, oh, that must mean it's uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. That is time for chewing the fat. Sponsored mm-hmm. by, oh uh, no, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, we were talking off the air about the Olympics <laughs> and ending this weekend. Just a quick thought on the Olympics. I am in love with the fact that uh, at the open of the Olympics. Uh, Everybody was all uh, enamored with uh, the North Korean uh, propaganda lady and how pretty she was and what a great job she did. So our president, Donald Trump, God love him, sent Ivanka, go. Go be hot. I'm surprised he didn't send the wife, too. Go. Is, it, is that exactly what go he said? Go be hot. Go be hot. You know, uh, behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. That's a quote. Go. Go be hot. Go. Go be hot. Yeah. Okay. Make us look good. So <laughs> Ivanka is there now? Yeah. I, I haven't seen her. Yeah, they should have arriving anyway. Okay, she's today. Yeah, maybe maybe when I, she's on her way anyway. Because when I saw her at uh, some <laughs> travel, bunch of people moving, I thought that was North Korea, but it might be her just leaving. Mm. But she's on her way to say goodbye to the Olympics. All right, good. And so uh, go, go be hot, <laughs> make us look good. Yeah, I got a little gun thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, also, are in order for America's Got Talent. 
Congratulations. They uh, just re-signed the entire judging panel. Simon Cowell, Howie Mandel, Heidi Klum, Mel B, and Tyra Banks also returning as the show's host for season 13. No way is that 13 years worth. Season 13 of America's Got Talent. Wow. Is that amazing or what? I was like, wow. I've missed a few of the seasons. You have? um, Well, but... Not that many. I mean, like uh, uh, thirteen. <laughs> I've actually watched a few. Of them. I like them. They're, some of them are funny. Some of the some of the talent is good. America's got some of the other talent is not so good. Not so good. Mm-hmm. But there's still look. You got time. If you're in Phoenix, Arizona, there's a casting call open uh, tomorrow, and you can always uh, audition online through March 9th. So, okay. I mean, good luck. If you think. If you think you are good enough to... Is there an age limit on that? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Not on there. I don't there. think so. I think it's uh, not on America's Got Talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I'm pretty sure you uh, you perform what you want to perform, and if they think you're good enough, they bring you. Any Kardashians on the show America's Got Talent? I no. Listen, no. No, no, but I listen you to no. Kardashians, no. Thank you, no. on a side note, you think you can joke around about them not having talent, but... Uh-huh. What's her face? No, uh, we're not joking. What's her face? <laughs> we're serious about it. Yeah, totally. But what's her face? Kylie tweets something bad about Snapchat, and the snot goes down, about tumbles down to zero. I know. I mean, th- then she has to come back. I mean, they must have gone to her on hands and knees saying, oh. say something nice. And, you know, like uh, half the day later, she comes out, well, I still love you, Snap. You're really? Still, you're still my first love. Yeah. I mean, wow. that, that, that original tweet was, who uses Snapchat anymore? They suck. That's not a, that is not a quote, but it's pretty close. Mm. And I mean, the stock falls. The <laughs> stock fell because Kylie yes. Jenner said something about it. Yes, that's crazy. Wait, Snapchat has Snapchat has stock. That's yeah, what, they old. sure do. Seventeen dollars and fifty four cents right now. Huh. Yep. All right. I mean, with the arrow pointing down or up? Uh, it's it's just coming back. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> I one tweet, man. I see that. Good. It's ridiculous. That's amazing. So talent or no talent, <laughs> most powerful person in the world, right no there. doubt. Kylie Jenner. Well, no, Kim. Kim blows her oh, away. Oh, okay. does she? Oh, if Kim would have said Snapchat is bad, they'd have shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Could you believe it? I can't even use Snapchat anymore. They're closed. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh Whedon, uh, sad news for Josh. No, oh, no. Uh, he's gonna be. He's exiting. Uh, he can't do Batgirl. He was supposed to do Batgirl. Um, these, he, I can't do it. Uh, he's actually Warner Brothers, the feature project. He was supposed to be write, writing it and directing it for Batgirl. Mm. And uh, he was all fired up with DC, with Warner and DC Comics. And uh, he said, I'm grateful to Jeff and Toby and everyone who was so welcoming when I arrived and so understanding. Is there a sexier word for failed? I mean, he said he doesn't, just doesn't have anything. I realized I didn't have a story. So huh. have a nice day. But I think. I mean, there's, you know, insider track is Whedon couldn't crack the code for Batgirl uh, because of, you know, they had such a cultural phenomenon with uh, Wonder Woman. And they also talk about uh, Whedon facing story issues with the cultural environment. I uh, was wondering. Maybe Batgirl needs to have a woman director, a producer, a writer. Mm-hmm. So Josh is like, yeah. You know what? I don't have a story. Mm-hmm. I don't. Darn the luck. Gosh darn it. I'll t- you know what? Warner Brothers, I don't have a story. And I'll, t- I'll fall on my sword for you because I'm going to go over to Amazon and make another $30 million, okay? <laughs> yeah. 
How many of those guys just want to keep a low profile? For uh, right. I mean, Whedon's right there, man. Yeah. He's in, I mean, he's in the battle with those guys. And bless his heart, but good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Uh, Ch- uh, Japan, good news out of Japan, which is a surprise. Uh, Japan on Friday approved a drug that claims to kill the flu in 24 hours. How about that? Major breakthrough. Believe it when I see it. The Japanese drug maker Shyanagi can begin selling its pill called Zofluza. Zofluza. Locally, but it's not hitting the U.S. till 2019, maybe. Mm. But uh, 24 hours, look, I've got the flu. Zofluza. Nice. And the flu goes away. I know. It's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, news from Texas. Uh, Plano, Texas. Nice nice city of Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh City Councilman Tom Harrison, a little bit of hot water. Uh, the mayor wants him to resign. Local Muslim groups planning to protest until he does. His crime? Calling for a ban of Islam in public schools in which uh, there's no you know, religion supposed to be taught in right. schools anyway, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, the ACLU just moved right into Plano to back this guy up. Of course they did. Oh, uh, uh, no. 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 So what was his... his he, uh, he, shared, wanted, he shared a he, short video on his Facebook page with the words, share if you think Trump should ban Islam in American schools. Then the mayor, the mayor says, I waited hopefully to see some type of retraction that his account was hacked. I'm not sure why that was there, but it didn't happen. And so he called for Harrison to resign. Uh, Mr. Harrison's position indicates that uh, he's unfit to represent this richly diverse city. The conduct is inconsistent with the values of the city of Plano. Dallas Iman Omar Shuliban, who last year prevailed upon Google to alter its search results to conceal criticism of Islam, was also enraged. When an entire group of people are targeted either by a teacher or an elected official, then those people are unfit to educate or to lead. Mm. Huh. Mm. What I found great was that... Uh, do you remember Google saying, uh, you know what, we're not going to, we're going to conceal criticism of Islam in its search results? Do I remember it? Yeah, because I, I don't. No, but I don't. according to this, mm. he won that battle with Google. Did he really? That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, he gave in. He caved. Of course I he want did. to sincerely apologize to Plano Muslim community for unintentional hurt I caused by. Reposting something uh, on my personal Facebook page that wrongfully implied I'm anti-Muslim. My intent in putting out this on my personal Facebook page was to emphasize that Christianity is not the only religion being targeted for exclusion in our public school. And it goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, on and on and on. But uh, look, there, <clears throat> Liberty High School in Frisco uh, established a Muslim prayer room. Uh, and the Texas Deputy Attorney General, Andrew Leone, said um, the policy should be neutral toward religion. And uh, Liberty High School said, eh, so what? We're keeping the prayer room. So uh, there's uh, hmm. more reports. The of, chapel. Uh, it's right next to the chapel, right? At the, at the student of center there? Of course it is. Okay. Of course it is. You, you don't see the chapel. It's invisible. Oh. But it's right there. Just behind the wall. It's right yeah. there, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's uh, been all kinds of reports of the Islamic... Uh, I don't want to call it indoctrination, but let's go ahead and do that. In public schools in Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, New Jersey. And, um, you know, you, you, good luck having that talk with these schools without being told uh, you're uh, anti-Muslim or Islamophobic. Because uh, there's no way you do that you have that talk, right? I mean, you just don't. Mm-hmm. 
You just don't have that talk without being called that. Uh, good news on the diversity front. Yes. Good news on the diversity front. <laughs> I was hoping you'd do this one. Um, Illinois governor. And, uh, uh, do we have the, I think we have the video, too. We yes, we do. This, yes, we do. It, it doesn't do it full justice to just talk about this. No, it doesn't. But what I find, I find fascinating that uh, it began with the uh, Hyatt Hotel's diversity and inclusion executive, Tyrone Studemeyer. People are making salaries with these kind of titles. Oh, yeah. I mean, universities have their diversion, uh, diversity and inclusion uh, professors, but they're not really professors. They're just, uh, that's just their job. Yeah. So they're, they're celebrating Black History Month. Uh, Hyatt Hotels exec Tyron Sotomayor asked Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner for help to demonstrate an important uh, lesson. I think it's, it's, it's good. Let's it's take a look really at the good. important lesson that they all learned together. It's great. And if you look at any corporate website and look at its leadership team, you'll see all white men. Oh, he's, a pouring, he's white pouring a big glass of white milk. And just maybe an Asian in technology. And look, and stop. This we, chocolate uh, serve represents diversity. So Women, people of color, people with disabilities, he the aging population, Generation X, Y. Why do what? Okay, well, that, that, I'm happened? getting behind. I don't know, but I'm hoping that they we start it back up because I, stop it when you hear him. Who's the racist? When you hear him talk about uh, the uh, regular uh, people in whatever corporate corporate look that you look at, and uh, maybe the Asian in technology. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you just uh, stereotyped oh, an entire okay, class. Thank of you. Well, he's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He can do all right. It. Let's, yeah, let's, let's watch the thing all the way through. And if you look at any corporate website and look at its leadership team, you'll see all white men, a few white women, that. and just maybe that. an Asian in technology. <laughs> Thank <sighs> you. This chocolate serve represents diversity. Women, people of color, people with disabilities, the aging population, Generation X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. It's not that oh. organizations are not diverse, but when you look at most organizations, diversity sits what? At, at the, the bottom, bottom of the organization. Yes, sir. Mm. You don't get inclusion until you actually stir it up. Oh. I want you to stir it up, Governor. Stir it up. Stir it up. So the governor stirs it, man. is the mix, okay. and inclusion is making the mix work. And it actually tastes pretty good, but I'm not going to ask the governor to drink it because it might not be good, but it does taste good. Oh, it what? Drink it, it might not be good, good, but it does, it does taste, taste good. good. There you go. I'm not going to ask the governor so to drink it. It's, it's really, really good. It's really, really good. Diversity is really, really good. To understand, it is our differences that blend together uh-huh. that create sustainable and long-lasting results. Oh, that's enough. Of this go story. away. Okay, have a nice day. Goodbye. Except that's not what they're promoting. No, they're not. They're not promoting... What he's talking no, about there not. is what we've talked about our whole lives, that we're a melting pot. Okay, We're Thank all melting you. together and become one. That's not what they want anymore. No. no they they want to hang not. on to the other culture, the uh, uh, other habits. The... They want to drain out that white milk completely. That's what they want to do. Just leave the syrup behind. And uh, listen, I'm not going to ask you to, to drink, drink it, it, Governor, because yeah. it might not be good, but it is good. <laughs> Just believe me. What are you talking about? Start to finish. Uh, we're all more stupid for having seen that. What are you talking about? <laughs> and we, hey, Illinois, so Illinois, your governor so good. does that hook, line, and sinker. That's why your state sucks. Yeah. It's so good. And then we have, uh, uh, you know, look, that, look uh, they should have done this at NYU because uh, NYU is accused now of serving racially insensitive uh, meal uh, in honor of Black History Month. And uh, so the student goes to the... Uh, 
she goes to the university and she posts this on her page. Uh, this is what it's like to be a black student at New York University. You go to the dining hall during February and you see Black History Month meal plastered outside the entrance. You walk inside the dining hall only to find ribs, collard greens, and mac and cheese. You note that this is stereotypical, but you decide not to make a big deal. Then you see the beverages. Red Kool-Aid and watermelon water. Oh, my gosh. You take a breath. You ask to speak with the person at the specific dining hall. Oh, yeah. She approached the head cook at the dining hall, who clearly diverted the blame to the African-American cooks who worked there, telling Harris that they chose the menu. She said she was also told the red mm. Kool-Aid was not Kool-Aid, but rather fruit punch. Uh, no. Uh, it's usually cucumbers, pineapple, lemon, honeydew, melon. I find it ironic that watermelon was used. <laughs> watermelon water was used today. Uh, so that I mean, they are in hot water and good, good, good. Yes, good for them. Yep. You know they deserve it. This is another uh, example of liberals eating their That's own. That's right. And they had the pre- the president has apologized. He couldn't believe it. We were shocked, shocked to learn. Of the drink and food choices that our food service provider, Aramark, offered at the Weinstein Dining Hall. They need to change that, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That needs to go. That Weinstein Dining Hall needs to go away, too. And uh, he also uh, said that uh, the company has suspended the employee responsible for the menu. And uh, the good news is, look, they're going to be retraining its workers <laughs> to prevent another regrettable accident. <laughs> <laughs> So good, That's crazy. So yeah. good. Now we also have uh, uh, we also have uh, Walking Dead this weekend. So look forward to that on Sunday night. And the people who have been after me, look, they've got a casting call for Walking Dead for Fear Walking Dead. The casting call. People have been sending me the links. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Okay, it's not real. Oh, really? It's not real. It's just a, it's a talent agency that's looking for actors. They're always looking for actors, always uh-huh. looking for people to promote. But it's not specifically for The Walking Dead like it says on the page. So it's not. I mean, they they talk about good fear. The Walking Dead is filming in Austin, and this could be Austin. Now, I will say, look, when they say they're looking for all types of people, and it says that it would be great if you have experience with dance, movement, circus performers, trapeze <laughs> artists, aerial arts, burlesque, theater, acrobatic skills, stage combat, stunt work, military training, law enforcement experience, screams athletic you. experience, martial it's, arts. I mean, that's me. Screams you. Right. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, I almost, you yeah. almost get fooled. Right. You almost, yeah. Mm-hmm. You almost get fooled. That's, that's and your then weekend? My, what's that? That's your weekend plans? Yeah, that's my weekend plan. And then my favorite, uh, my favorite tweet. We'll end it on my favorite tweet of the day uh, from uh, Georgia Dirt Road. You reap exactly what you sow. It's time to put God back where he belongs and teach our children what's truly important. Without God, we are nothing. And then he shows a little letter that says, Dear God, and it should be up on the screen. Why do you allow so much violence in schools? Signed, students. Dear student. I'm not allowed in schools. Signed, God. <laughs> I love that. I do, too. And that wraps up our Chewing the Fat with Jeffy uh, segment for the day. Let me tell you about CosmoHurtsKids.com. Uh, They're on a mission. Founder of this movement is Victoria Hurst. Her family uh, owns the Hearst Corporation, which publishes Cosmopolitan Magazine. Holy cow, Chris Cruz mm. sent me. Yeah, I know. I have it. Oh, okay, I'm good. I'm getting to it. It's embarrassing. Uh, she believes that Cosmo... Her uh, contains pornography, which is harmful to children. I believe that too, and I, I think you will as well. Uh, 
here's a good example. The cover of this month, I think this is this month's Cosmo with Mandy Moore on the front. Yeah. Okay. Um, the huge headline, even above the name of the magazine, Cosmopolitan, and it's <laughs> in about the same font. Yeah. Except it's bold font and the, uh, the, the name of the magazine isn't. Hot sex skills with three exclamation right. points. Then it uh, shows you th- w- what's going to be contained within the hot sex skills article. How to get and give supreme pleasure. On the other side uh, of Mandy's head is Cosmo's best quickie position ever. That's unbelievable. Oh, so when you buy the magazine, you get to find out quickie, the best quickie position? Right. And you don't want like a list because who's got time for that? I just want the best. Yeah, just show me the best one when I'm 13, 14 years old so that I don't waste my time with all the other positions. Okay, (laughs) so if you believe... It's so clear. Cosmo is, sure is pornography. Uh, so that's why this Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign is suggesting that the material harmful to minor laws be applied to Cosmo in every state. And that just makes sense. So if you're under 18, you can't buy the magazine. Okay? Uh, totally reasonable. Not trying to change the magazine necessarily. Not trying to drive them out of business. Just have the... Uh, just make it so that the kids can't buy it. It does seem fair. That's... It's simple. Go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Mr. Top. I got a lot of nice girls. That doesn't even sound like LaGrange. I don't know what prompted the ZZ Top thing. But, I don't know. Uh, I was going with it. Yeah. Worked for me. Yeah. Triple eight nine nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Is this true? We have a we have a somebody from the mean streets of Helena. Somebody who can finally relate wow. to what I went through growing up. Uh, mm. Wow. All right. Uh, Andy in Montana. All right, do you still live in Helena? I do, yes. Wow. How about that? Uh, yes. And you're still alive. You must wear a flak jacket a lot, right? Uh, two of them. <laughs> yeah, two of them. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm not sure what it's like in other states, but uh, here in Montana, as you know, we still drive uh, horse-drawn carriages yeah, and right. have no computers or electricity. Churn your um, own butter. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, but as far as the law is concerned, uh, private schools here are not considered school property as it's defined under school law or on, under firearm laws. Okay. Um, so I personally know a couple of teachers from a couple of different private schools here in town uh, that have gone through training with other teachers to carry in their schools. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, any idea how many of the teachers carry? You know, I don't because um, they they don't actually like to. Yeah, they don't like to talk about that. Let other people know, obviously. But right. um, 
but I find it interesting that as far as, you know, the law is concerned, they can do that. Yeah, it is. Which is great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Andy. And good luck uh, staying alive. Uh, yeah. Know, on those mean streets. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three to here in Texas. Welcome to the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey, hey. Keith. Uh-huh. Uh, well, speaking of those mean streets, I don't know if you remember, but I was from the mean streets of Missoula. Oh, wow. And uh, oh, I can wow. remember I can remember growing up and uh, seeing the parking lot at our high school. Every other car was a pickup truck with a gun rack. No question the, about so. it. I was just thinking about yeah. that earlier today. Same thing in Helena. But, I mean, but yeah, so. now you do that and you're, you're expelled. It's, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, um, I had a suggestion. You know how all of these uh, gun control advocates are using these students as a shield, mm-hmm. you know? We can't say anything. We can't have a, a conversation or a debate because it's automatically taken as, you know, you're criticizing these poor kids. You're attacking these well, children who've just been through a tragedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I believe you, I think this time it's different. Yeah. I think this time it's a call to action for us who want to protect our Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to get our own shield. And what's the other group of people in this country that people are kind of hesitant to attack? I think it's our vets. That's exactly I say my we point. call yeah. up our vets, mm-hmm. call up your local VFW, let's get organized. If they can do it, we can do it. Let's have our own march. Yep. With our Yep, you love it. Appreciate it, Tier. That's exactly what I was saying a couple of days yes, ago. We need were. to. We probably need to actually do it. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, it wasn't agonizing enough that we had to put up with Ted Kennedy for so long. Uh, now we've got Joe Kennedy the third, Democrat from Massachusetts. Oh, white lips? Yeah, and okay. and uh, redhead, yep. uh, carrot top guy. <laughs> uh, he looks like the, the dial down the middle carrot top. The actual carrot top, kind of. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. I love redheaded people, but uh, not this guy. I, I don't know that I can. I, I they're they're trotting out so many agonizing people right now, uh, and who are throwing out just tossing these hand grenades and then moving on. Listen to this uh, interview. I think it was on. Um, let's see. He was a guest on the View, and had a few things to say about Donald Trump and, of course, gun control. And Let's get right into it. We know that the gun control debate is raging right now, and this mm-hmm. is an issue that hits particularly close to home for you. Your grandfather, Bobby Kennedy, was assassinated as well as your great uncle. Um, Wait, that's what happened to him? I wondered why they weren't at the dinner table anymore. Huh. Why, did, why didn't you tell me that sooner? Yeah, that should have been in the news. <laughs> what a weird... John F. Kennedy oh. in the 60s. And right now, polls are showing that 77% <laughs> of Americans don't think that Congress is doing enough to stop these mass shootings. So how do you mm-hmm. plan on holding your colleague <coughs> accountable in Congress? Look, um, we're not doing enough. Um, I came into office in 2013. Uh, I can't even 
tell you how many times we have uttered our thoughts and prayers to the mm -hmm. victims and the survivors of gun violence, and clearly thoughts and prayers aren't doing it. Okay, thoughts, thoughts and prayers aren't doing it. There's another theme that's uh, really great. <clears throat> thoughts and prayers don't work, so stop doing it. Okay, um, stop saying we it. have tried. Democrats in the House have tried. We, we even staged a sit-in for hours trying to get a vote on the House floor for a single piece. The Democrats had a majority between 2009 and 2010. Thank you. And they didn't even try to renew the federal assault weapons ban. And then after Sandy mm. Hook in 2013, which is when you took office, yeah. um, there was a vote in the huh. Democrat-controlled Senate that didn't even make it to the House because so many Democrats what happened? get it for the assault for to renew that ban. So oh. you also think you need to hold your own Democratic Party accountable. So I think so, there are a couple things on that. Just okay. because the bill didn't make it out of the House doesn't, or out of the Senate doesn't mean the House shouldn't have voted on it. The House Republican leadership decided never to take that bill up, and we haven't had one ever since. And the, the challenge that I've got at this point, <clears throat> since I have been in office, we have done literally everything we possibly can to try to get Republican leadership mm -hmm. just to give us a vote. And if okay, So the, completely avoiding the actual issue, mm -hmm. like Democrats were able to pass legislation that republicans couldn't stop why didn't they do it to vote, to vote it down fine but give us a vote at this point Good heavens. The, the folks that are going to be able to hold republican leadership accountable on this i i fear are not going to be Democrats. so i guess the answer to the question is no no i'm not going to hold my own party accountable because uh that would make too much sense and that would be you know, sort of uh, reasonable and logical of me to do, but so that's why I, I just can't do Congrats that. in the house. What are you kidding? It's going to be the American people saying, "We Unreal. want this. We want to protect our kids." If you can't, we'll change Congress. Um, we've been talking about this uh, yesterday. Today, question. President Trump has suggested arming teachers <laughs> inside schools and giving them bonuses. Uh, for having these guns. Do you think that that is the right way to protect our kids? Oh, is let this me a guess. good idea? No. Let me guess. No. He <laughs> says the word no and they start <laughs> clapping. What in the world? <laughs> just oh, so I like this game. I want that audience right? just sitting right here on the couch during <laughs> yeah. the show. Just every word we say, they applaud. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. The idea that somehow the right way to 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 protect our children in schools yes. uh -huh. is to try yes. to make sure that more and more people have guns. Look, as you guys look, just highlighted, there was somebody uh -huh. with a gun outside this shooting, yes. right. and it didn't make any difference at all. They're always uh, crap. So the, the issue I think we have to acknowledge, one, is that mm -hmm. this is a complex one, and it's mm -hmm. a hard one. Mm -hmm. Two, the, the thing that makes me so angry and part of this debate that does get framed largely from my Republican colleagues is that this is a mental oh. health issue. Folks, the data on this could not be more clear. One, people with mental illness are far more likely to be victims of crime than perpetrators. I said them. that. Yeah, in every case, in virtually every case, they're mentally ill. Uh, mentally healthy people don't walk into a school and shoot 17 people. It doesn't happen. Can I just point out Mr. Kennedy's um, assertion that the, the reason that this shooting wasn't stopped is because the guy with the gun, the good guy with the gun, mm -hmm. refused to engage. So he's saying, yeah, a gun was available there to stop this, but uh, the guy didn't go in to stop it. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's so in it's effect, still the gun's fault. Right. No, so he's blaming the person for not doing the right thing. <laughs> but when it comes to the bad guy, it's the gun's it's fault. It's still the gun's fault. I can't take it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they applaud every stupid thing uh, uh, this guy says. Uh, what, what, what was this? The view? What was this? The view. The view. Okay. Yeah, of course, the Man, view. I tell you. I mean, we, we need an audience like that. But cheese.
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But gerbils. Yeah. Gerbils. Thank you. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Uh, thank you. Yes, what he no. said. Right. What he said. Thank you. Yes. What he said. I mean, <laughs> you talk about an echo chamber. That's pathetic. Oh, good gosh. This, this Joe Kennedy cat. They're pushing him out, and now, and he's supposed. He's the next big thing. Are his lips chapped still? Uh. I can't really tell yeah. from this, but, yeah. but I bet I bet he's gonna have chap lips for the rest of his political life. I'm really so- starting to despise this guy. <laughs> yeah. I've seen him twice now, and he gets more agonizing with every passing moment. Oh, there's such a you know certitude about his cockiness and his stupid liberal viewpoints that have never worked. <laughs> Not one day in his life have any of his policies worked. <laughs> It's, neither did his dad's, yeah. neither did his uncle's, none of the Kennedys' policies. It's, it's like, look, mm. look, if if um, if John F. Kennedy, were, ever since that point, each successive generation of Kennedys have just gotten worse, oh, more and more So liberal. much more extreme. Yes. John F. Kennedy, if he came back today and saw mm-hmm. what this guy's saying, he'd be like, what? Wait, when did you join the Communist Party? They'd hate him. What? What is that? His own party would hate oh, him. He'd have to disown his family. Their their principles and values are so far removed from his. It's really astounding. Lori in Washington, welcome to the Blaze. Morning. Is it? Are we still calling it Epic Friday or is it Freedom Speech Friday? Whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're. Yeah. Um, I think we moved away from that uh, first one. I know. I, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. But, but Keith, your cowbell is on its way, I promise. Good, because Chris Cruz defaced today. my cowbell. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate know. it. Mm. I know. I, I have six more. Pat, I can sign one for you if you like, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but no, so I was there three weeks ago for FanCon, and Pat, I'm really just wanting to know, was the tuna noodle casserole from Patrick Mosher all that it smelled like it was awesome to be i gave it to you love to be able to answer the question but since i never took a bite oh, of it goodness. yeah I know, I, right i, I put him on the really? spot like that tuna noodle casserole fail. is not really my fail, thing fail, fail. not really my thing so I but you're mormon you're mormon <laughs> i know so that, that, that's so the you, whole reason why i had to make it so you can that imagine being joke. mormon and seeing it at every event i i'm <laughs> 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 gonna get some funeral potatoes oh up in here uh-huh Oh, that's, but that's what, that's Pat, that's why I had him make it for you, because I knew it was a big old Mormon inside joke. So yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know. That's fine. I'm sorry. It, it did look to... good, though. It did, it looked, it looked delicious. I, I just, uh. Oh, my gosh. I was there at 5 a.m. when he was stirring all that cream of mushroom soup. It was wow. fantastic. Wow. So, right. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks <laughs> for calling. I you guys laugh today. Uh, appreciate You're welcome. it. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Jody in Utah, welcome to the blaze. Hey Pat. Hey, hey. Keith. Hey, hey. Pat, my mm-hmm. my preferred um, nickname is Cupcake, not Pudding or Pumpkin. Okay. Just thought I'd All right. get that out. <laughs> um, I was thinking. I, I'm calling in reference to the gentleman from Georgia last hour. Here's here's my plan. The the Georgia 
teachers union can say, yeah, we're not going to give you the liability insurance. And the parents in Georgia need to say, okay, y'all have deep pockets. Here's the deal. My kid dies. We're coming after you. Mm-hmm. I bet that solves a whole lot of problems right mm-hmm. there because they don't want to give up their money. Yep. That's, that's exactly right. Um, I appreciate it. Thanks, Jody. It's a good way to handle it, too. Just handle it the way the left does with <laughs> with continual threats and lawsuits. Uh, Juan in Texas, welcome to The Blaze. Hi, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't help but wonder if maybe we're going to find out that the school resource officer was uh, was told to stand down instead of going into the school. Mm. Well, they since they relieved him of his duty, I tend to not think so, but I don't know. Anything's probably possible. Anything's yeah, possible. It just seems that the sheriff's really creepy and something just doesn't seem yes, right. That is true. Something's uh, just not right. Thanks, one. Yeah, I don't know if he was told to stand down. I don't I don't know. That would be something. That would be amazing. It wouldn't be the first stand down order in this nation's history. Uh, that's for sure. Uh Benghazi comes to mind. What? what is, yeah, no, that was a video. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. That's a video. Oh, that's right. That, that was the unfortunate spontaneous, video. spontaneous, street contemporaneous thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Keith in Idaho, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey, Keith. How's hey. it going? Good. Hey. I just uh, had a little piece about guns in the schools for you. I wanted to bring up. Okay. And all for having combat vets, maybe retired police. In plain clothes, you know, working in some kind of janitorial food type aspect of the school. Just mm-hmm. so they're always there, mm-hmm. always ready. Mm-hmm. But like more than that, I think, sorry, I'm working right now. Too trying to work and talk on the phones. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're doing the same thing. I know, it it's, is tough. it's hard. Hey, I'm even sitting in a chair too. Really? Wow. <laughs> Cleaning RVs, you know, yeah. Oh, okay. Not nearly as prestigious. <laughs> but uh, there's this program called cognitive self change Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's reserved for juvenile criminals and prisoners but the stuff that it teaches is the kind of thing that you know they really could put back in schools you know being taught how to just respect each other and how to approach conversations better how to look for signs in people and help them when they're having issues wow i don't know why they reserve that for kids that are in jail (laughs) right but it's it's the kind of thing that i mean you could throw that into any school system and i mean boom, you're taking care of the problem before it starts when they're little and impressionable and teaching them something good. Seems to make sense. Um, appreciate the call, Keith. That's why uh, that won't be considered by the left either. Any actual solution they don't want to hear about. Just like uh, Joe Kennedy just said, don't tell me this is a, a, a mental health issue. Wait, what? Don't tell you it's a mental health issue? <laughs> That's what it is virtually every time. How many mentally healthy people are shooting up schools, uh, country concerts, uh, or anything else for that matter? None. Zero. Let me tell you about um, something I've recently discovered. And I just, frankly, I'm not even sure I can put my finger on the benefit. I just feel better. I feel better in the morning feel better during the day and i feel better at night and i sleep better too i haven't had one of those restless not being able to sleep nights in a long time and and as i think about it i trace it back to using the field of greens field of greens from Brickhouse nutrition i gave it a shot because people around here were raving about it and i hate vegetables and i never have them they said this we know you don't like vegetables you're not exactly mr health nut (laughs) 
it's kind of the understatement of the century. And they said, I, I, I know this. you don't have any vegetables in your diet. This might be a great way to get them. So I finally gave it a shot, brought it home, and my wife, Jackie, just puts it in the protein drink she makes for me every day. You have your wife actually make protein drinks that you drink rather than her? Uh, I don't have her do that. I, I don't demand that she does that. She does that me too. willingly. But yeah, I know. I know. Um, anyway, I have a lot more energy now, and I just feel better and less hungry during the course of the day. Every single scoop of the Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. Organic fruits and vegetables. It's awesome. I've never met an organic vegetable I liked. <laughs> I don't, not one. It's prebiotic. It's probiotic. It boosts your immunity. And it's got antioxidant power, and it's not an extract. It's actual, real food. So just put a scoop, um, like in eight ounces of water, or your favorite drink, or your shake, smoothie, whatever. It's that easy, and it tastes great. Go to BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. And get your free shaker bottle when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Also available on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Tony says, given enough duress, we're all cowards. This is why everyone finds displays of courage and heroism so commendable. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm hesitant to call the guy a coward. I don't know. because, and, and I'm not a cop, so I'm not doing that job. So, but it is, you know. Um, Your job. Yeah. And it, it could have saved lives had he gone in there. Uh, Tristram Coffin 4 says if Geraldo Rivera is arguing we should do something that does nothing, does that mean he advocates for doing nothing? <laughs> also, uh, Brent <laughs> says uh, if we do, if we have to do something, even if it doesn't help, perhaps we should ban curling. <laughs> Wouldn't stop gun violence, but it's something. That's it's such a good. I don't point. know why you want to be so hurt. That's a brilliant point. I don't like that, Brent. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now studies have shown that banning curling has no effect on gun to tr- right. gun control, but at least no, we tried it. We tried it. What do you mean? No, it didn't work. Okay, but shouldn't we at least try something? No, it just so amazing. That was, of course, Chris Cuomo's point. Mm-hmm. Um, American Pirate says America's got talent. No age limit, no talent requirement. And that's perfect for me, then. That's... And just too muck and fudge. The audience at The View is almost as loyal as the North Korean cheering squad. <laughs> yep. Yay! He, he said something. Uh, I don't even know what it was, but yay! Yay and stuff. 888 Uh Let's go to Matt in Minnesota. Uh, Pat? It's yep. your uh, favorite gay Christian Minnesotan millennial liberal. Calling, did I put 
did I put enough uh, I think on so. that for yeah. the snowflake teeth? Okay. Riaz Patel is doing any Come on, man. It, Bitter no, much, okay. Matt? So, so, no, no, no. Riaz Patel is your favorite gay best friend. <laughs> Every straight person can only have one gay best friend. Uh, okay, so you I are. Am your, I am your favorite gay liberal listener. There's okay. All right. I'm not okay. claiming. I'm not. I'm not taking Riyadh's, uh title. But no, the reason why I'm calling is yes. because I know you do not like curling, mm-hmm. and Keith loves it. So right. I think I can compromise and get you to watch a certain kind of curling. Okay. It's cat curling. Cat curling. It does, yes, it exists. Mm-hmm. And what it is is it is the sport of curling, but instead of using the stones, they use actual cats. And they push them along the ice <laughs> and send them into the little circle. Wow. No. Really? Stop it. No. And the NAACP or the CPSA or the whatever they are, the NCAA, some cat or animal organization hasn't put a stop to that. PETA, PETA has not come no out against it. The cat's actually pretty seem pretty chill there. Wow. They don't seem to mind. Do they kind of just lay on the ice? Like, <laughs> really? Hey, whatever. No. So it doesn't hurt them but, at all? Not, no, not. it does not hurt them at all, and there are no cat fights that I've seen. If you're talking but about the GIF or whatever thing that's been going around, that is not real. I hope you realize this. There is a YouTube video of actual cat curling. I have to see it is that. The greatest thing you've ever <laughs> I seen. I have to see that. Oh, that's and not one real. last, yeah. one last thing. Okay. Uh, you brought up the NAACP. Uh huh. The, you covered the LGBT movement in the past two weeks about, like, the Black Panther movie and Adam Rippon. Yeah. They, the prima donnas need to shut up. You Thank you. Uh, I just, thank you. I had to say that. Yes. yes. They just. Thank you. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm gay. I'm out and I'm gay and I hate Mike Pence. Oh, it's not about me being gay. Oh, <laughs> thank no you. way. Yes. Thank you for noticing that. Appreciate it, Matt. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Dana Dana Lash was on CNN and uh, had to put up with Allison Camerata's full frontal liberalism again because she has been co-opted by CNN. And I mean, you might remember it wasn't that long ago she was on Fox News and the Fox Morning Show, which is very, very conservative. And now she's completely sold out to the other side, obviously. And here's part of the uh, discussion with Dana today. Is it true that the NRA will not consider raising the minimum age of purchasing a rifle? Yes, that's true. And why not? Well, because raising the, well, first off, let me put it like this, the murderer in Sutherland Springs who was stopped by an NRA member and an NRA instructor was 27 years old. Raising the age is not going to solve psychosis. Uh, and also, I also look at it like this. When I lived on my own, Allison, I was 20 years old. I was 20 years old and I did not live at home with my parents. I was a young woman. I was, that's a weird spot for a lot of young adults transitioning from living with their parents, yeah. going to college, being on their own. Of course. And I don't, I have had friends who've experienced some pretty horrible things, some pretty brutal things and survived. Yeah. And I know that they and I would never want them to be without the ability to defend themselves. And did you, have, I hear you, of, I like this. Of, Hold of, on, I just awesome. want to get in because I like this point. Yes. I like this point. So you want young women to be able to defend themselves. And did you need an AR-15? 
Uh, yeah, I had I had several rifles. In fact, um, the mm. first that I ever purchased wa in terms of long guns was a shotgun, mm -hmm. and then I ended up getting an AR-15. In fact, that is what women. That's the most popular home defense rifle for women in the United States of America. I love that. Okay, yeah, I love this point because I I've got a response to it. But did you need an AR-15? They always go to that. They always go to whether or not you need it. Which is not the point. I'm so sick of and hearing the word, what do you need? The phrase, what do you need? That, that's not what the Second Amendment is about, what I need. It's about what I have the right to own if I want it. If I think it may come in handy at some point. And believe me, at some point, an AR-15 could come in very handy. It's not about need. And it's not about hunting. And, it, you know, I don't know how many times you have to say this. Ugh. It still doesn't sink into them, but there was more. You know, you and I talked to Allison just a moment ago about point of sale. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to note this individual had the, the parents of this individual had made reports to law enforcement saying that he had threatened other people with a gun before. We get it. And that he had actually held a gun to others heads all day long. And that he had access to guns. Why was nothing done about that, though, Allison? Where, I, that's what I want to know. I want to know where those headlines are. Why was nothing done oh, about that? Right. Well, come Why on. did he I still mean, have oh, come access? On. Even though law enforcement knew that he had access, he was also sending threatening into. messages I, listen, to classmates, the, which the, is a felony. The... <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. The only thing that, that is legitimate to discuss is getting rid of AR-15s. That's the only legitimate thing. That's all I want to hear. I love how this... Theory is that the kids who are leading this charge being exploited by the left, they keep saying things like, uh, you will not, you will not silence us. You will not shut down our, uh, free speech. You will not silence our voice, but they're more than happy to silence us. If we're not saying exactly what they want us to say. Well, I, I'm sorry, you, you don't want to be silenced, but you want to silence me because I don't agree with you. But do you need an AR-15? Yes. Yes, I do. You know why? Because uh -huh. it, it makes a great door stop. Okay, so how many? I, I can put it, you got this one door in my house yeah. that just shuts all the time so when just, you don't mean it to. You just need so one. if I lean a, an yeah. AR-15 up against it, I think it'll stop that. So you just need one? I just, well, I need one for that door and just in case any of the huh. other doors do the same thing. I need yeah. a big, heavy door stop. Yeah, I don't know, leftist. How many so. abortions do you need? Yeah, do you really need to abort a baby at 20 weeks? You really need that? And should we just limit one per lifetime? Or, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. you just get one? Or how many, what do you want to right. do? How or many do you need? Should you maybe, I don't know, get a background check before you oh, take the life of a person? I, I like I, it. I don't know. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Last weekend for the Olympics, boy, these 18 days just went by so fast. They, they go, but they go by fast when you're getting your butt kicked uh, every freaking day. Except for <laughs> yesterday, the day before, we actually um, had a great, um, a great day yesterday. America's sweetheart, come mm. on, man, America's sweetheart. You're only a sweetheart if you meddle. Okay, tonight curling. 
Only a sweetheart. And 130. They, they will be sweethearts because they will meddle. AMU. It's just a matter of whether it's going to be gold or sil- silver now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, here's the medal count. This is incredible. <laughs> Norway has had an astounding Olympics. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, it's a country of 5 million people, but it is what I consider to be a winter country where these sports are popular. Now, how many people do you know that ski with a rifle strapped to their back oh boy. and then they stop and shoot at a target and then they put the rifle back on their back and ski some more and then they stop again and then they shoot nope. at a target and then they they ski some more? Do you have to know them well? Can they just be acquaintances? Yeah, it could be an acquaintance. Okay. So, yeah, include everybody you know in that because for me it's... Uh, there was that... Uh, none. It's oh. zero. I haven't got the same number, sorry. Really? Did you carry the one? I did. I carried the one, and it's zero. All right. Mm -hmm. So Norway's uh, 13 gold, 36 overall, 36 medals. They're almost to our record of uh, 2010 at the Vancouver Games. They're one away. Uh, Germany's at 25 with 13 gold. A distant second. Man, we're, we're getting close to Germany now. Canada, 10 gold, 27 overall. United States of America. We've had a little bit of a comeback. Because we were stuck at about 9 to 12 for a while. We uh, we blew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 8 gold, 7 silver, 6 bronze, 21 total. We're going to finish ahead of France. Yes, we are. That's good. Yeah, but France is back 15. at 15 now. They're 7th. Sweden is it? Sweden has won 5 gold medals. Hmm. The Netherlands... Uh, eight gold, six silver, four bronze, 18 overall. You know, but some of these countries just, I mean, the reason the Dutch are so good at skating is because every year their canals freeze in the wintertime. And uh, so they take their canals to work. Uh, they just put on their skates yeah. and they skate to work, and that's how they get so proficient. Like in the summer, too, I hear, right? In the summer, like sometimes. Round. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty much a year-round kind of thing. Wow. Except for it's not, oh, okay. um, but it has frozen over about every 10 years or so. Yeah. <laughs> so it might not be as logical an explanation of why they're so good as you might think. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, they are a winter country in my mind. And they mind. punch above their weight. Yeah, and they punch above their so weight, which obviously Norway does as well. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, they're one of our closest allies. <laughs> Aren't they all? And they punch above their weight. <laughs> Uh, Dick Durbin, this is interesting, has been banned from Catholic communi- communion for his uh, support of the sin of abortion. Huh. Why just him? Uh, I don't know, quite frankly. I mean... Bishop of uh, Durbin's Catholic Diocese. Oh, That's probably because this guy, guy just made the call. Mm-hmm. And he said until the senator, quote, repents, unquote, of his pro-abortion sin, he can't partake of the communion. Now, this is interesting. He says, um, well, first of all, he explained it because of his obstinate persistence in manifest grave sin, which is true. Um, Therefore, he declared the senator is not to be admitted to Holy Communion until he repents of this sin. Wow. This provision is intended not to punish, but to bring about a change of heart. Senator Durbin was once pro-life. I didn't know that. No, I did not know that I either. I didn't know that. They That's still, see, they don't let you in the party now. Right? If you're oh. You can, I don't think you can be a Democrat in good standing <laughs> if you're pro-life. Uh-huh. He said, I sincerely pray that he will repent and return to being pro-life. Uh, he's, yeah, you can... Hold your breath. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. Now, if Nancy Pelosi's uh, bishop did the same thing, I don't know. Maybe you start. Maybe you start a uh, little trend here. Maybe you hit them where they live. Because no, no, no. to Nancy Pelosi, no. the most important word is the, the word. It is the word. It's her favorite word. The word. So uh, would she be affected by that? But Probably it would not. take it would take the local San Francisco archdiocese mm. to uh, yeah. Good luck with that. Right. <laughs> good luck with that. Yesterday we talked about British royal power. Mm. The impetus was uh, we were talking. We had a, a story about. British royal succession because Queen Elizabeth is 91 now and there's no natural heir there. And so they're talking about what are they going to do about this succession here to the throne? And I said, why don't you do this? Eliminate the dumb scam that's going on because they don't have any power anymore. Somebody called us and said they do, actually. Mm, yeah, And it's sort of true. What powers does the Queen have? You get a discount, I bet it stores uh she <laughs> i bet she does yes <laughs> uh she probably gets at least 10 percent off i'm thinking 10 percent. 10 percent. the queen has the right to rule the people of britain are not citizens but subjects of the monarch <laughs> please <laughs> that's you. not a real thing anymore face. most public servants must swear an oath of loyalty or make an affirmation of their loyalty to the crown <laughs> how weird is that Again, shut up uh although the queen is politically neutral Wink, wink. She has the right to be consulted. She has the right to be consulted and to advise and warn ministers. Well, the American people have the right to be consulted too, right? Yep. And nobody ever does consult us. <laughs> we have the right to advise and warn. They're under no obligation to listen to it, just like Parliament and the Queen. Anyway, otherwise her residual powers, the royal prerogative, are mostly exercised through the government of the day. So, in other words, the power she has are really now with the parliament. Okay. Well. Okay. These include the power to enact legislation, award honors, to sign treaties, and to declare war. Okay. So, technically, there's some kind of uh, royal prerogative, but all of that really now belongs with the parliament. <laughs> She's got no power. So, if she said, hey... I have decided to declare war. Mm-hmm. They'd say, mm-hmm. thanks, Queen Mom, but yeah, pumpkin. Uh, no. No pumpkin? No, Putin. Putin. Putin, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> thanks so for your input, though. Hey, we had we listened to your advice and your warning, yeah, but- and we took that under advisement, under advisement, and we're saying, no, Putin, we're not doing that. Still, still getting the discount, though, right? The 10%. Yeah, she still gets a 10% off at... Uh, even Nordstrom Rack, not the actual Nordstrom, but Nordstrom like the, Rack. The I got gotcha. you. Yeah, gotcha. The yeah, you get ten percent off there. Uh, that's already. That's in addition to their already low prices. So wow, it's pretty good. I want to be the queen. <laughs> yeah, I know. King-ish. I know, right? <laughs> Nick in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, this whole past week, I've resisted the urge maybe like nine times out of ten to uh, not comment on liberals' Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. But it, I, like sometimes it's it's just so hard. Like, it's hard. It's so it's so hard not to engage. Uh, yep. Uh, the, there's like two underlying themes that I've tried really hard mm-hmm. to explain that the left likes to push. The first one is that 
uh, you can't take anything that the founders wrote seriously because they were slave owners. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. We also abolished slavery. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, how, how else do you argue with that? I, yeah. And we abolished slave slavery through the death of 600,000 Americans. So, uh, we went through a lot to do that and they set the tone for that to happen. Because uh, as much as they continually say, and they love this, that the Constitution was a flawed document from its beginning because of slavery, they put in that document the ability uh, in 10 years to end the slave trade. So that's, To abolish it. To abolish it. So that started right. the trend right there. And, and then they did finally uh, get rid of it in, in 18... 18- Oh, seven, six or seven in there somewhere. They abolished the trade. So you could no longer bring, bring slaves to the United States of America. And then, and then, yeah. And then they said, you know, they set about trying to find a way to end it completely and it couldn't. So it took a war to do it. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, um, I was also going to say the, <laughs> if you ever, you know, talk to them like face to face, they'll, they'll never say the other, the other theme is they just, they just, they, they think that because of their flawed thinking, because they were slave owners, that means the second amendment doesn't mean anything. It's an outdated piece of literature. Well, uh, I think there's a really, really strong reason that they said arms and not guns or cannons or knives or kitties or doggies. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers, wrote, he, he wrote to, in his own literature and to letters to his friends who were also engineers, that eventually technology is going to catch up with weaponry and it's going to expand the capacity for ammunition. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly why they said arms and not guns. And it's really difficult for the left to understand that when all they see is they all slavery, all slavery, they all, they all slavery, they all, they all, they all, they all <laughs> exactly. And that goes that goes to and to further that point, uh, Nick. That's why they had to discredit these guys. That's why they have had to slander them for the last hundred and fifty years because uh, they were so wise and they they set this country up on such a solid foundation that uh, if you are to listen to them and if you are to believe them and if you're continuing to uphold the the constitution that they are responsible for you thwart everything these progressives are trying to do and that's why they had to they had to tear them down in the eyes of of the american people thanks for the call and that's why the continual well you're going to listen to thomas jefferson he had sex with a slave had babies with no no he didn't no he didn't why don't you look into that a little bit further (laughs) okay why don't you just pay attention to the actual facts of the case (laughs) Putin? just you know in 1996 they discredited that 1996, they said it was maybe one of 27 Jefferson uh, men, and he was the least likely of all of them. But uh, back on the queen thing, because I I, I almost forgot one of the uh, really fun hmm. aspects of being queen. Okay, you're going to really want to be queen now. Oh yeah, uh, Keith. As hereditary sovereign, the queen still owns the crown estate, which is almost 120,000 hectares. Nobody knows what a hectare is. Actually, I looked it up. It's oh. 296,500 acres. 
290, almost 300,000 acres okay. of agricultural <laughs> land. Plus, yeah. she also owns the seabed around the UK. So, huh. um, for example, the queen can claim ownership of all whales and sturgeon that wash up, wa- that wash up on shore. Wow. <laughs> now that's what I want. A bloated carcass. Right? As my own. If a whale or a sturgeon washes up, let's say uh, on, you know, England's shores somewhere. Sure. sure. Um, she can say that. I want that whale. That's mine. You're delivering that to Buckingham Palace. We're going to be eating whale meat for uh, the next 18 years or so. Mm. So That's good stuff right there. That's great stuff. Okay. She's still got a lot of power. So how do you apply? You can to say, "Hey, queen? I want that whale, uh-huh. and don't you touch that sturgeon either, because I'm considering bringing that to Buckingham Palace." So, don't don't tell me that the monarchy's over. It's it's not. Yeah, that's some that's 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 a hell of a good deal, right there. That's <laughs> a great deal. If you can just claim ownership of every whale that washes up on shore, who has that? Yeah. I don't have that. Thank you. I don't think the president has that. No. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Brad in Ohio. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hey, Pat. Hi. Uh, hey, I, uh, I keep thinking about this, uh, security guard mm-hmm. and how, how bad he's being raked over the coals for his actions or inactions, if you will. But my understanding is he had eight minutes from the time that the shooting started to the time it quit. Mm-hmm. And he was across campus. He gets there with four minutes to spare on the actual shooting part of it. And I just know that police training isn't that when you have an active shooter situation in a building where you have no idea, number one, how many shooters there are, what type of firearms he's up against, or where the shooter is even located in the building, you you don't just go in, guns blazing, diving through the door. You know, it's not a movie. I'm certain there's protocol that these guys are supposed to follow in a situation that way. And I, I just refuse to believe bursting through the door is the protocol, because I've seen many a times where SWAT teams are called, where they know where the guy's at. It's a much smaller building, and they'll surround the place for hours on end. So do you think he's, don't ju- want- he's just being made, being made a scapegoat? Is that what you think? I, I firmly believe something like that is, and I haven't seen the video. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. he was just standing there with his pockets and his, his hands in his pockets, you know, whistling Dixie. But Well, I, he was I described really, as I taking think- a position outside, so I don't, I don't think he had his hands in his pockets. Um, I don't think so either, and, yeah. and I think it's just very hard to sit there and blame this cop for not going in and doing anything. Yeah, when I just know that's not protocol. Plus, and appreciate the call, Brad. And you know, it's one of many problems along the way. It's one of many, and it's the last of many because that that was really, you know, the last point where you could have done something about it. He, if he went in, I think most most people are thinking, okay, well, you at least go in and and carefully try to find the guy, and if you find him, you shoot him. Um, but there was so much to warn people way before that. I mean, two years before that, he was described as a shooter in the waiting, as a school shooter, as a troubled kid, uh, as somebody who had put a gun to the head of other people, uh, as somebody who posted online that he was going to go and become a, 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 a professional school shooter. It's information that the FBI had and did nothing with. It's information local authorities had and did nothing with. 
And they showed up at his house 39 times. So, yeah, to lay all the blame on this guy, yeah. it's undeserved. No, no, it should not it's one of the many problems. unnoticed that this is the government failing on every, on every level. single level, right down to the officer at the school. Yeah. And yet, you know, to listen to Democrats, we we need to trust in government and put everything, put all our chips in uh, in on the government. No, I don't think so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about a new weight loss product uh, that's quickly becoming part of the Blaze family. Obviously, diet and exercise are that's the basic formula for weight loss. Nobody wants to hear it because it's hard, and <laughs> I I don't want to do it. But if you want a, an extra boost in your plan to be healthier, there's a great supplement that might help you out a lot. It's called Riduzone. It's a safe and natural FDA-acknowledged new dietary supplement to support a healthy weight and be part of a concerted effort to get rid of unwanted fat and metabolic disorders. Riduzone was launched by a company who has taken the good stuff in olive oil and created this patented product containing OEA. OEA has been shown to boost metabolism and reduce your appetite, and it helps burn fat, too. So with proper nutrition and exercise, if you're reasonable, Riduzone can help you lose weight. And maybe even more importantly and more difficult, it helps you keep the weight off. Just take a look at Sarah, who uh, is the hostess, or the host. I think hostess is probably sexist now. She's the host of the show, the the news and and uh, why it matters. She lost over a hundred pounds, and she struggles still. She says with cravings, so she's taking Riduzone, and it's become much easier to control her appetite and not think about food all day. If you want to learn more, or just go and order, maybe you've finally heard enough, and this is the day you're going to try it. Try it. It's Riduzone.com. R I D U Z O N E. Dot com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. That's Riduzone.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Another Hollywood leftist. Chevy Chase this time, showing his true colors. Your true colors shining through. I want your true colors. That's why I love you. And that Cindy Lauper song. Don't remember that? be afraid. So don't be afraid. She sounded like she was three years old singing that song. To let it show your true colors, true colors, yeah, beautiful like a rainbow. <laughs> At least that's how I remember it. Maybe no, it wasn't that's, exactly that's like spot that. on. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Anyway, Chevy Chase, best known for SNL and you know some great movies. I I loved Fletch. That's one of my. That's probably a top twenty movie for me. Hmm. Um, he got into a little mishap in New, upstate New York which ended with a 22-year-old kicking him in self-defense as Chevy Chase yelled, I'm going to ruin your lives. It started when UPS worker Michael Landrio noticed a blue Mercedes 
flashing his lights at him, indicating that they should pull over. Uh, he was in his vehicle with three friends, and he said instead of pulling over, they slowed down to see who was driving the vehicle, and they didn't recognize him, so they just kept going because they didn't know what the deal was. <laughs> didn't recognize <laughs> I love it's this. Hurt. I love it. We were in the right lane, and as we came up to the bridge, we went into the middle lane, he said, and Chase began following them. And he says, it was an old guy yelling uh, something we couldn't hear. Super, <laughs> super pissed off. Sounds like the mailman in the in movie of his. We just tried to get part. the heck away from him. He followed us the whole length of the bridge, driving crazy. Landrio said, uh, Chase, Chevy Chase began wait, weaving in and out of traffic, all in an effort to allegedly run them off the road. My friend opened his window and just said, hey, I, I apologize. We're just trying to go upstate. And... Chevy Chase responded, do you know who the F I am? I love it when they break that out. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Uh, No. No, they (laughs) don't. So it's kind of embarrassing for you, isn't it? (laughs) And even if they did know who you are, so? (laughs) Do you know who the F I am? I'm going to ruin your lives. They eventually got out and, and Chase threatened to hit him in the face. So the guy kicked him and got back in his car. Uh, what a way to make the news again. Way Isn't to make yourself relevant. Here you go, Chevy Chase. Uh, oh, I think now we have the the cat curling video. Oh, yeah. Cats love ice. Cats love ice. Cats love to be pushed down the ice, I'm sure, <laughs> and slam into other cats that are waiting yeah, patiently uh, in the target. Here, Here's a look at cat curling. They just wanted to be here to support the girls. They know that this is a crucial game, and you'll be impressed. You know, the guys were even participating with all the chants. And the United States has got a little bit of a dilemma here because there is a double opportunity for the Danish team on the left-hand side on the two American rocks. Beautiful shot. I mean, it was. I mean, that is, that's funny. Okay. That's funny. I, I really <laughs> hope that Matt doesn't think that is real, though, because... Oh, that, what do you mean? Wait. What? Um, what are you saying? Hmm. <laughs> you can't fake that. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, hey, men, the men go for the gold in curling tonight at tonight. 1.30 a.m. Eastern. Set your NBCSN DVR. Very exciting. Uh, one more uh, sports note. Ex-Dallas Mavericks president, Terdima Ussery, sexually harassing women. Isn't it interesting that his name, if you shorten it, is Turd? I, I don't know. I just... A little observation there for you. <laughs> Turd for short? Uh, it's appropriate, Pat right? Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.